Yeah. What a, yeah. Did you? <laughs> we are out here. We are supporting the Jags. Out here. Did y'all win? No, of course not. But we about to get rid of Urban, so it's a day to um, celebrate. Okay. We are about to get rid of that nigga. It's all Jags all the time, baby. All right. Right on. Right on. We out here. We are out here. Don't embarrass me, Hi, y'all. Don't embarrass me. Okay, so Mina, this is Devin. This is Juwan. I think you pointed at him. Nigga, you can't see. It's all on goddamn Skype. I know. Hey, uh, what's your name? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I told you her name. Mina. Mina? Yes, 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 yes. I love your decorations. They're so extra. Just. I am all about the extra. It's slightly embarrassing, but. Oh, embarrassing. I like that tree. Talk your shit. Right. Also, I say wild stuff, just letting you know. It's okay. Right on. Mm hmm. So you like Jamel, huh? Oh my God, nigga. What? Jamel Bay. Listen. As okay. far as what? No, for real, if I'm being honest, everybody used to tell us, like, when they would see us together, they were just like, you niggas need to have a podcast. So Legit. now that I have my podcast, I have to have her on there. Right on. Um, you know, I'm uh, so excited. I you know, this was all my idea. Nigga. Oh, sure. I, I felt that when I answered the room. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you know. Mm-hmm. I'm it glad you did. And she has an iPhone. Right on. Right on. No green okay. bubbles in here. Talk Thank your shit. you. Talk your shit. And we cannot convert Jamel. Like, she refuses. They know. I don't they understand. Know. I don't say much bad about Jamel, but the one thing I will say is her fascination with horrible... Uh, androids is one big downfall that I will never get over. Why that, and would she I want right to man. downgrade? Wow. Yeah, oh my god! That was in high school! Did you know her uh, when she was kissing white men out here? No, Jamel, what? Right? What? I'm glad you're, I'm glad you feel the same way we do. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm from Utah you kiss white men and too? therefore, like, oh, sort of endemic happens. Not often, you, but it has happened. So you kissed a white man before? I have kissed a white man before. But then my friend's dad was like, oh, wait, is his name on a building? And I was like, nah. He was like, you don't kiss white men whose names aren't on buildings. Like, Fuck your shit. Who said this? I was like, oh, my God, you're right. So that was it. Thank Been God. Been looking for a Bloomberg ever since. Talk your shit. <laughs> I like you. Oh, no. Mina's official. <laughs> Right on. Mina's official. Are you married or am I allowed to flirt with you on the pod? I am not married. Right on. Right on. Don't flirt with her on the goddamn pod. Don't embarrass me. Right. Me? (laughs) I defer to Jamel. You will see soon. It's so good. Girl, me too. It's so it's so good to have another woman voice on here. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm having to deal with these niggas. Let me mute my TV real quick. Hold on. What? Are you niggas ready? I mean, the one. Though, bro. Right. He's from Alabama. He's from Alabama. He's used to hearing that all day. I'm a maniac. Two breaks to the back. Where is Cece at? Left his ass on red for what he said. Bitch, I ain't calling back. If I wanted that, check my bitches and we on the left. Welcome to Edit That Out, where we always leave it in. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, is my 
fresh off an anniversary coitus, nigga. Jawan, nigga, tell us about that day. Thank you, Devin. How y'all doing? Right on, right on. You had a good time? Had a good, had a good time. Ate a nice meal. Yes, I did cook. All right, see, I do. I know the pizza stone. No, I made a um, I made a Wagyu tri-tip steak. All right, right on. Uh, with oh, yeah, he's a, he's a uppity nigger. And... What what was that on the vegetable? Oh yeah, so uh, grilled Brussels sprouts with um with um beef bacon. All right, my nigga. Anything yeah. else you want to add? You want to tell us about the night? Uh, no, mm. no. Right. Had a right we, had a good had a had a had a nice enjoyable time spending time together. Aww, that's beautiful. That is that is black love at its finest. Amen. Let's move on to another woman in a black love with my best friend. How's he doing, Jamel? Trey's doing great. Right. Um, he's probably watching some one of these sports like, ball, the sports ball, right? <laughs> no, he's right, probably right. watching. I think the, the are the Bulls play. The Bulls are playing. He's watching. Um, uh, you're not gonna ask how I am. I, I'm, I was waiting for you to tell me about my best friend. Then we'll move on to you. How are you doing in Light Skinville? I'm actually doing really great. We had a great. It weekend. looks like it. You are mm-hmm. glowing. You look beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great weekend. Um, yeah. All right, man. that's we enough. Whole- Let's move on to our new new guest. Here's Mina. Let's go, guys. All right, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. How? Hi, everybody. It's Hi. Great to have you here. Great thank to you have you here. Thank you for joining. Yes, thank you. Thank it. you so much for joining. Uh, Mina is a good friend of mine, and she is basically the West Coast version of me. So uh, we about to get into this. That part. Also, you are glowing as well, my beautiful, perfect black woman. Thank you much, Lee. <laughs> what are we here for? Well, right. Oh, shit. Nothing, nothing really happened. Uh, I, know what happened. Oh, I know what goddamn happened. How about them cowboys? That's what happened. <laughs> Fuck Washington. Fuck Washington. And yeah, we bring our own benches because y'all shit is raggedy. Fuck you. <laughs> and how about them cowboys? It's always cowboys over here, nigga. Right. They did play well. I do have the Cowboys defense. I thank you for that. Amen. Oh, you guys are talking about the sports. That's cute. We are. <laughs> we are. We have a little sports section. At the um, M- Mina, are you a Jaguars fan by chance? Oh, girl. I don't. Yes, I am. Thank you. Talk mm-hmm. your shit. Right on. Yes. Right on. They're fantastic. Talk your shit. They're not, but I appreciate the lie. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Juwan, uh, the, nigga, the nigga haters didn't play this weekend, so I know you were free. Like, nobody no. played this weekend. No, no, you had Army versus yeah. Navy. The tradition of America. I mean, I didn't watch that shit. What am I, an asshole? <laughs> oh, my God, that's true. What am I, an I'm asshole? an Army brat, so every once in a while I like to check I'm in. I'm pretty sure Navy won. I'm pretty Dude, sure. that's gross. If I remember correctly, bam. Let's let's not let's see speculate. If I was wrong. Why is this not even popping up? Well, I do have something to talk about. Uh, Jamel's oh, being light skinned because I asked her to watch the Spider-Man movies prior to this. Uh, I have been. This. I have been. You mean nigga? We were supposed we're supposed to watch the them together. Movies. No, okay. So let me explain. So what? Okay, what had happened was we're right. watching the Tobey Maguire ones right now. Mm-hmm. Nigga, and I then, wanted you to watch with me so we could comment together. All right, we can watch it again. We, I it said, what happened till Friday? Juwan, did I not specifically say set a time? 
I don't remember. All right, that. well, we'll start tomorrow. How about that? Right on, right on. And then I love you, Jamel. Those God, love you too. We're gonna move on to those god awful Andrew Garfield ones, which I've only seen once. I'm excited for. I've only seen once too. Right. And I kind of fell asleep through half of it. But now yeah. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for Spider Man. Right. Juwan, will you join us in our endeavor? I will watch those terrible Sam Raimi movies. Don't do and that. And then I'll watch like those. those? <laughs> they didn't age well to me. What? Well, the I actually like the Andrew Garfield. I actually like the Andrew Garfield movies. Ew. Even with Jamie Foxx and being blue. Yes. Uh, even though Jamie Foxx is blue. Yeah. And I am you going to see Spider-Man. His birthday is today. Happy birthday, Jamie Foxx. The most talented wow. man in Hollywood. He is Who? the most talented. Who? Jamie Foxx is. No, Jamie Foxx is the most talented man you in do Hollywood. You have a man crush on Jamie um, Foxx. I love him. That's Musically, fake news, comedy. That's <laughs> what? Fake news, bro. You don't you don't <laughs> love Jamie Foxx? You don't think his Wanda is hilarious? Yeah, like I mean, sad. Wanda was she was given what she was supposed to give. That right. Was Thirty years ago as well. Yeah, we, yeah that, that was like, thirty years ago. I mean, uh, unpredictable. That you never okay. do something you never done before. That's a good you twenty years ago. Like Nothing it. like the usual. <laughs> you haven't said anything current. Right. I mean, uh, shit. Goddamn. He has a wonder. Uh, close your ears, Juwan. He has a wonderful fade in the new trailer. Doesn't he have a tattoo? On don't his do. Don't. Why on are the we back doing of this? his head, I think. Yeah. yeah. Why are we bringing up negatives? And, yo, you're not supposed to talk about the trailer. About the trailer around Juwan. Juwan don't is famous for not watching trailers. Right. I, I never said that Jamie Foxx was definitely in it. Okay. Right. I'm going to see it on Friday. I am too. I already got my ticket. You going out? You going out? You out here? Oh yeah, my parents are gonna um watch the watch my girls and uh, we going to my godchildren. Uh, Mina, did you know that I am the godchildren of those wonderful, perfectly black girls? I don't think I knew that. I've never heard that. Um, Janelle, Jamel be lying to you? Jesus. I mean, I don't think she's necessarily lying. It just doesn't really come up. Oh okay, right on. (laughs) Right on. Right on. Uh, Are you a fan of Spider Man? Okay, I like when Spider-Man is in, like, other movies. But, like, Spider-Man movies, I don't really like. Like, Spider-Man by himself, like, no. You don't like Kirsten Dunst and her famously getting nipples hard in every movie that she's in? Never seen it. I think I saw one of the Zendaya ones. Oh, okay, those Uh, are the new ones. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm Because, you know, she's she's from Oakland, so I had to, like, Mm -hmm. I had to support. Right. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Oakland, what are we here for? Oh, speaking of Oakland, yes, that's another reason I love to have her on the show. I mean, well, obviously it's not Inglewood, but still, it's a California connection right there. Right. We are here for Insecure, Devin. How about you right. bring us in? Oh, right, right. Uh, so, Mina, uh, your thoughts on Insecure as a show and as a click, a click that you said uh, represent or whatever how they keep saying in all. I love Insecure. Oh, I struggled. Did I have a stroke? If that, if that was a struggle, they say it in for sure. You want to do California. over? California. No, I'm good. Go ahead. They know I fuck up. Okay. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Like, I feel like Insecure is, like, the only show that's really kind of represented, like, a West Coast, like, perspective on Blackness. And I really appreciate that because I feel like it's so different um, than what y'all got going on over there. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate it. Like, when she was on Stanford's campus, I was like, OMG. Like, look at all the I mean... It was a little inaccurate because there are so many white people at Stanford, so many Asians. I'm like, where are they at? But, mm. you know, I appreciate 
I appreciate See, we don't get this perspective. We just right. got the southern nigger perspective. So this is awesome. Like we can all percent. relate to Nathan, sort of. But uh <laughs> sort of kind of the Texan. The te- yes, I can relate to that part. Right, right, right. It's fine. But other than that, yeah. Uh yeah. So bring us in, Devin. Let's do this. All right. So we're Wait a here. Oh, I so wanted to um ask Mina because uh, we meant to have you on last week. Mm-hmm. Um but Jamel Horse to- fucked us. <laughs> That was I, like my fault. I'm gonna take the L. That it, was it was not her fault. It was my fault. I'll I I did. I messed it up. Mm-hmm. But don't I look so to, please, Devin. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on um last week's episode, which was a more women centric episode with the with the um with um all the girlfriends getting together in that kind of half bottle episode. And I know that Jamel told a story, I believe what you are you Jamel's friend that did move to the West Coast, right? Um, so I wanted to uh, get your perspective on that particular episode since it was more women centric. Um, this was the like slumber party, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was giving like kind of um, what's that movie with um Whitney Houston? Waiting to exhale. exhale. It was Did like waiting that? to exhale, like version twenty twenty one. Um, I I. I liked it. I thought that it kind of showed like authentic black woman relationships um, and just sort of like the vibe and the support that, you know, we need from each other. Like, I think that as black women in sort of non-black spaces, there's a lot that we go through. And a lot of times you really kind of have to tap into your circle for the type of support that you really need. Otherwise, you know, living in a mostly white context is pretty draining. So I, I, that's what I felt from that was just sort of like support and release. I also really appreciated the growth in Issa and Molly's relationship. Mm. Like I felt like Molly was like very supportive. Like when she was like, put your phone down, don't call him until you're sober. And it's just such mm. a far, you know, a far cry from where they were, where they ended mm. last season. So I thought it was dope. God damn it, you are smart as fuck. Devin, right. you can hang damn. Up. Devin, you can hang up. We're gonna just um I, I don't understand. How, like, how am I supposed to follow that? Like I my notes are remedial compared to that shit. <laughs> well, let me look at the notes. Thanks. Right. I got you shit emojis go. in there. <laughs> like, God you do damn. have shit emojis in the notes. No, <laughs> right, listeners, right. he literally puts emojis in the notes. It's kind of okay. cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> It is. It's 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 juvenile, but it's cool. It's sort of millennial. It's like older it is. Millennial. You know, it is millennial. It's definitely mm-hmm. millennial. Yeah. Right on. So, uh, season five, episode seven. Eight. Dang, I should have. Is it seven or is eight? Eight. 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 Did, eight. I write, did I write my notes? Oh, I wrote two sevens. Damn. Damn, I did write two sevens. Ooh, I'm tripping. Right, but it's uh, choices. Okay, written by Eli Wilson Pelton. And directed by Kevin Bray. I got those right. Yes, you did. Yeah. Right on. So let's get into overall thoughts, please. Uh, Mina, you are the lady of the hour. I'll start with you. Overall thoughts on episode eight, not seven. Origin, like my first thought is I had a hard time di- differentiating between Issa's daydream and reality. Like anytime she would like branch off into these like it almost felt like an edible dream. I was like, girl, what is going on? Um, but overall, I thought it was like the episode to get us to the next episode. Like there was nothing like groundbreaking, but I feel like it's setting us up for episodes nine and 10. 
Would you would you say that it was far better than last week's trash? <sighs> yeah, but yeah. that's not hard. Like Talk last your week was God. like last yeah. week was not, you know it's hard because it's hard to critique black art because you're like I love y'all, but last week was not giving. It just really wasn't. Oh so yes, it was better, but it didn't have I far lo- to go to be better. I love you. This is gonna be an interesting podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, uh, you might not get canceled, but this. You want to follow that up? Thoughts on this week on this far superior episode? This week's episode to me was just okay because I personally loved last week's episode, which was my favorite episode of the series, and I still stand by that. Um, but yeah, this was just okay. Like Amina said, this was kind of a setup for the for the uh, penultimate and uh, the finale. Uh, I do enjoy the daydream. Like, well, I'm sorry, not necessarily the daydream, but um, mirror bitch coming back. I do, I did enjoy that. I did enjoy like seeing like where Issa is at in her head. Didn't necessarily enjoy the Nathan stuff for real, but this episode. It was kind of yeah. It was it was kind of weird. It was just kind of like weird staging. Hated seeing that black fucking uh, N word <laughs> in, in the episode. Wait a minute. Who are we, who are we t- oh, 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 Ralph Angel. Yeah, Ralph Angel. Oh, oh, oh right, right. Ralph. Fuck Ralph uh, Angel. Yeah. Hated seeing him. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a weird episode, but I um, but I enjoyed it enough. It didn't put me off, but it was just okay compared to last week's. Jamel, did it put you on? I liked this episode. I definitely right did. Um, I also liked last week's episode, but I, I won't lie. I did like this a little bit more. Um, I also echo Mina because um, like those dream sequences went on for a while where I was like, wait a minute, this is still going on. This Is this real? And then like I think once she started saying, oh, when did we move to such and such? And when did we do this? And I was just like, Oh, okay. So she's trying to figure out, you know, which way she's going. Um, yeah, like they pulled an okie doke for me. I do also like that Mira Issa is back. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was cool, man. It was cool. I'm, I'm, I'm interesting. I'm interested to see what they finna set up um, on the last two episodes because these, damn, it's the last two episodes, ain't it? Seriously, Jesus. Mm-hmm. We have an observation that. though. Did mm. y'all notice? That in both of her daydreams, Nathan was in the house. Like, what is this? Uh, yes. Do? Yes. And I actually yes. have some thoughts yes. about that. I have some thoughts about that. We're going to get okay. into it. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into that. All right. How long, have, how long have you been podcasting? My gosh. <laughs> Did you just take a nap? You must come fresh out. Still on work mode. Don't Mina, get right on. But, uh, Mina, I want to ask you, um, uh, I, the audience in general has been kind of put off a lot of the feedback I see, not our feedback, but the feedback online about the show in general, I see is kind of overall negative. Are you liking the, the way that this final season of Insecure overall is um, is um, playing out? Or do you wish it, or did it leave you wanting for more overall? I would say that it has left me wanting more, although I understand what they're trying to do. Like, it feels like they're really trying to show the growth of each character and sort of the maturation. I think for Issa, it's really kind of highlighting the insecurities that she's felt and kind of tying back to that awkward black girl moment where even though she's grown and she has all these things going on, she still 
is kind of vacillating on choices and like what's the right thing to do. So I appreciate that because a lot of times we don't have it all together. Um, I just think that we may have been expecting more um, just in terms of like storyline and like humor and all these things that the other seasons gave us. And this season really is just like, look at the growth in these characters. So I think what they're trying to do, I get it. I just kind of wish there was a little bit more balance with what we have known them to be the previous four seasons. That was very, that was a very measured, um, well-received response. And I love it. And thank you for using the word vacillating to us in a sentence. Thank you. We don't get this kind of content with Devin. A thousand percent. Yeah, we have to niggify everything up. So this will be a very, very prolific and profound podcast. Oh, look at the alliteration. Right, peas. Come on, sis. Please don't don't make her more (laughs) light-skinned. It's fine. All right, so we're going to jump in. Uh, We jump into bed with Issa and Nathaniel post-Cortis, and they are talking about... Right, they're talking about squirrels and shit. I mean, it was a coyote last week. Now, or the week before last. Now it's a squirrel. Right. I mean, they love wild animals. You know why? Because they have nothing to talk about because there's no chemistry between Nathan and Issa. Like that's what they're talking Mm -hmm. about. Random squirrels. Like what? They just two friends that have sex. That's it. Exactly. Also, did y'all notice (laughs) the the worst thing about this is they did my pet peeve. Where women don't lay in bed like that. No. Which like what? With the With sheet the covers like this? Over her titties like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit bothers me to no end. Then well, we had to look know, at this nigga's like a... ass. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to Even see Issa Rae's breasts. I do. I really do. She's, but... <laughs> she's never shown anything. Like, no. like none of the and women she... really, well, except Tasha, but like. And them yeah. titties. Well, it's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not giving y'all 30 seconds today. I'm not. She did but, um, give us the worst sex scene ever. Don't. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, no. Tasha? No. Issa. Issa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We, we don't have to dwell on the past. Right. So <laughs> this, this also, this nigga walks heavy as fuck. Did y'all not see how he's he from Houston? Like, like I'm just, like, nigga, why are you stomping with, with no shoes on? Did y'all not notice that when he walked to the bathroom? That was just me. No, it does. Yeah, this it was you last time too, noticing how he walked. I don't understand that. It bothers yeah, me. Yeah, why are you looking at that nigga walk? Why are you hating on Nathan? Because he's light skinned And probably, probably because he is not Lawrence. Well, oh, he's he's oh oh Devin is straight Lawrence Hive. Right. He's a yeah, great man. Exactly. More on that later. So uh, we find out that Nathan always leaves his clothes and. What not all around, and they wonder if Mikasa should, should be Sukasa. I guess I do be leaving a lot of shit here. <laughs> my drawers, my shirt, pants, shoes. I guess I could have just said clothes. <laughs> Looks like Mikasa starting to look like Wikasa. What? like waking up next to you. I'm making you coffee. Your sheets is nicer than mine. Bamboo, baby. <laughs> should we, should we move in together? Wow. Look, 
Do you think we're ready for that? I don't know. Maybe. Mm, you know, it would save us some money. And just something to think about. Okay. Then let's think about it. And yeah, that's it. Anything on that, uh, Mia? I have a lot of feels about this. Um, it's kind of it. giving. Okay, I don't know if you want me to move a little forward where he was like, "Should we move in together?" That whole bit, and you know, because we could save money. I was like, "Whoa!" It's giving hobo. Yeah, you made it practical. Like, <laughs> like oh, like bro, like saving money <laughs> should not be the call out in this discussion. And so I don't know. I felt away. I felt away. It's, it's felt away. That sounded personal, Amina. I mean, I just feel like it happens a lot. Maybe it's like a Cali thing, like. <laughs> okay, I have about a You don't have that perspective. I'm just saying that's damn. Is Nathan bisexual? Hey, listen, no, no, I, no. I called it with Jared. Sexual, not homosexual. Oh, well, you know what? You don't. No, okay, no, okay. I misunderstood completely. But that makes even more sense because that nigga had a crate. You saw it as a nightstand, <laughs> girl. Oh yeah, he did. I will she never not mention that that nigga had a crate. As yeah. a night scan, I'm telling you, he's over 30 years old, right? Get right. a goddamn night scan. He grown. Right. That is unacceptable. Almost that's like the time call, that's why that Jamel kissed a white man. So, so let me, let me, yeah. <laughs> not, let's just breeze past that. Let me, um, so I have a story. I okay. have lived with two women in my life, in my lifetime. Uh, one of which before we before um just live with two women, one of which I did eventually marry, and okay. still to this day. Right, is this is this at the same time or no. okay? I was just no. I didn't know if it was like a roommate situation or okay, right on. I'm, I'm tracking. One, one was kind of by accident. Uh, I won't go too deep into that, but it just kind of happened. But um, but like I told mm-hmm. you, me and my wife mm-hmm. we met. Uh, we kind of knew what it was. I was living in Birmingham, uh, Alabama at the time. She was living in Atlanta at the time. And I think we, when we kind of got serious, I just moved to Atlanta and we, and we just moved in together. And, um, and, and that's history. But I want to ask, so when he said like saving money, I guess I did not look at it from a, as a bad perspective per se, but I can understand, Mina, how you, how, Looking from the other side of it, it may, you know, be like, oh, is he trying to get over? Because I do hear that sentiment a lot, you know, from um, when they talk about Lawrence, for example, in season one, where they called him lazy or that he was trying to get over. He had no ambition. He was just like, you know, he was on the couch. So I kind of saw little shades of this um, in, in that. Lawrence was in just the- trying to eat his cereal, though, to be fair. <laughs> Stop bringing up that damn cereal. That was in episode one of season one. I'm Let's just go. saying. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. But episode one of season one does come up in this episode, which we'll get into that. We'll mm-hmm. get into that part later on. Before we move on, uh, Issa did end up using that nigga's toothbrush, and I was disgusted. Are we pro using our partner's toothbrushes in this? Absolutely this pod? not. That Never. is fucking disgusting. Never. Juwan? No, I I did by mistake on a vacation one time, but we both had the same color I toothbrush. I vomited. <laughs> Did you I mean, she buy her a new one? She yeah, she was mad. She was mad. I but, would be uh, mad at you too. 
it was the same color. I thought I took mine out of the pack, uh, out of the um, out of the bag and put it on the counter. But it, but um, it was her. She did it, so I picked it up by mistake. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we're not serial killers on this podcast. So <laughs> we go to Issa. She's got the collective uh, at her art walk and a random suicide. Is it the same woman from earlier That's in the same, season? Yes, it was. That same one. Uh, she stops through and says she's glad she stopped before she hit the bridge. And Issa reminds them to make sure they make it a, a wellness event top priority yeah. as they go through the art walk. Yeah, and uh, Jamel, kept, thoughts, please. Looking at, he kept looking at her. She was staring, holding that plant. It's creepy. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Is she gonna be nah, wearing Issa's face? <laughs> yeah, I would have introduced her. Yeah, well, I would have introduced her immediately to a uh, <laughs> uh, one of those black, uh, one of those black therapists. Mm-hmm. I know she has some in her back pocket in Inglewood, cause that woman needs somebody to talk to. Don't go to the bridge for real. A thousand percent. Uh, we we go to uh, Nathaniel and his cousin are hanging, and they are not taking spontaneous pics well at all. But it's a good thing that their their friendship is growing and re like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reconcile. I told you words are hard. <laughs> let, let the let the smart woman talk. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh go ahead, Juwan. But no, it, it was just so funny that she was like, make it look natural, and they immediately hit the nigga pose. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, okay. Hey! That's it. That's it. I love that though. <laughs> so but, yeah, it, but also it's cool because Nathan. And I know you're about to get into it, but Nathan is really leaning into these I love yous. You know, they're sounding yeah, they're, they're sounding sincere. Right. He's hooked like a fish. Well, I mean, to his to his credit, I will say that when you first say I love you to somebody, you you kind of like to say it a little bit more often because you know it's going to be reciprocated. You know what I mean? So I'm not gonna give him too much on that front because you know. But here's the other thing. Issa's mind keeps drifting back to Lawrence, so he probably mm. can feel that. So it might be he a might. little that he's like, something is a little askew. So if he puts a few extras on the I love you, like maybe he can, he feels that it might, you know, help settle Are you, Issa are and you ground sure he Issa. is light-skinned? The shade. I'm just I mean, Lawrence ain't but two shades away from light skin himself. Don't do this, Jamal. Right, here. right on. <laughs> so they do, they I do say I love own. you. <laughs> and Kelly and Molly are immediately clowning. Oh, that's a good friendship right there. Where, <laughs> where they say, I love you to Nathan as he walks by. And Kelly, doing the Kelly thing, says, I'm from Tampa. I love you. I think it's not even from Tampa. He's from Houston. And he's like, you only loaned him for two weeks. That was so funny. That was great. Uh, Thoughts, please, Jamel, on the the shade by her brother that wants to, uh, that says her caricature caricature looks like life size. I want to know why they don't like each other. Right? <laughs> I want to know. Like, I am legit curious as to why they don't like each other. Because as far as we know, like, something, some shit happened or they just don't get along. Either way, I want maybe a sentence explaining why they don't like each other. Just so I can laugh even more. 
Yeah, it was good to see a mall back. Now, I, somebody, yeah, I've been waiting to see him. Yeah, now somebody did ask that question, like what happened between him and Kelly, and then so it's like maybe they had maybe they had sex, and I was like, well, he's gay, and I got dragged because like apparently you know there's openly gay men out here having sex with women, so I was like, okay, well, but you know, sexuality is a spectrum, and we respect that on the Edit This Out podcast. I, absolutely, absolutely. For sure. Right on. So we got <laughs> Kelly is cheesing, or no, it's not Kelly. Uh, Molly is cheesing. Jesus, I didn't see that in my notes. Molly is cheesing without the macaroni and planning her sexy date with uh, what's his name? Off Torian. Yeah. Torian. These niggas are straight up dating now. Right. So uh, apparently, so right. I, I totally so didn't I expect that. Might have been married. I thought he might have been married, and I thought it, you know when it came up, but. <sighs> But again, listeners, I know, I know, I'm problematic for breaking out for something. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm we go. I'm problematic for slut shaming Molly, and I promise I'm not doing that. I just, I just think that this particular kind of relationship is she should take it slow. But I'm glad that the writing of the episode are forcing them to take it slow because they didn't actually go on to get to go on that date. But again. I just I want the relationship to be a little bit more than just jumping into the bed after two dates. I mean, well, we do have two perfect black women on the show. Is a second date good enough for sexy time? I'll start with you, Jamel. If we, if you want to fuck, just fuck. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's literally it. Like, if you're feeling it, y'all are both feeling it, and y'all are both like, hey, I really would like to do this. Do it. But right. I I fully take your point, Juwan. That. But because it looks like, well, obviously they didn't on the first date, and then the second date, I think that's what she was trying to do, and we'll get into how that kind of ended up later. But um, I'm happy that they're not, that they're not. But um, if they were, it seems like they wouldn't just be fucking like, because he doesn't seem like that type of guy, right? You know, like because he's an they, omega man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they also said he was a boy house man too. <laughs> But yeah. uh yeah. It's just it's just like I just you know think back to season 1 about what Molly said that her goals were and what she wanted out of relationships and it and and this attitude of hers is antithetical to what she said that she wanted to do in season 1 and I and I feel like this is the last season we're getting to the end game with these characters and we're coming around in some respects full circle so I just and it, it's just kind of like it's just it's just antithetical to what she said that she wanted. So I'm glad that the writing again is forcing them to take it slower than what mm-hmm. they what she would normally be doing. I'm gonna act like I know what antithetical means and move on. So uh, we said what she wanted. Right on. So let's go to uh, let's go to Ralph Angel pulling up on the crew, and he says what Jamel. to get ready. You can cut this laughing out. No, please leave it in. (laughs) Charlie. (laughs) Charlie. (laughs) I just want to let you know I had an opportunity you know, to talk to some people because we have some churros and we can rob a liquor store. And there's some uh, there's, uh, there's some clothes that we can sell 
and we got some opportunities and there's a place in the back that we can look at and you know every opportunity that you gave me they they seem to turn out and ever since i did that art walk charlie <laughs> ever since i did that art walk with the churros and the what was the wait hold on i have to pause wait what, what did he say did all I mean, my niggas go to heaven yeah. oh what is it? Did all my invisible niggas go to heaven? Did all my invisible niggas go to heaven? There it is. Either way, I can't go on with that Ralph Angel voice because I'm just going to make him, I'm just going to get more and more upset because I fucking hate this character. He did all of that. He explained everything, every reason why it was his fault because we went into every reason why it was his fault two episodes ago as to why, like, you know, he's saying he's not worried about the bag, but he accepted the bag and he accepted the opportunities that came with that bag. Mm-hmm. And now he's looking at Issa just like, dang, I have all these opportunities and I think I need some guidance. Hey, maybe we should work together again. Bitch, I feel like you should apologize first because A right thousand now, percent. fuck that nigga. Fuck Ralph Angel. Fuck them churros. Fuck that lucky <laughs> Thor that he was trying to rob. Fuck him, okay? <laughs> Fuck him. I agree wholeheartedly. He all he all of a sudden now he realizes that there's permits and stuff that you gotta have for shit. Maybe that's the stuff that she had to cut through to help your a grateful ass. Wait, 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 y'all. Isn't he um a justice involved ex offender? He is an ex offender. Yeah, and since he does not know about permits and, and things, he, I, he, probably, he probably he probably squatted in their warehouse and there's and there's, there's a sweatshop. <laughs> Might be, but my point is, is like I feel like there might be a little bit of distrust of the Caucasians. I get that, and then I think that he's kind of like dealing with this. How do you stay authentic to yourself and still maintain the integrity of your art? And I think that there's like a push and a pull, right? Like when you're trying to level up, sometimes you do have to let go of a little bit of your own authenticity because it's sort of what the market demands. And I think that that's what he's sort of dealing with like at first he's like oh Issa's a sellout etc etc but sometimes you have to do the things in order the things that you don't want to do in order to get to a place that you can do the things that you want to do so I think that everybody's gonna be like that one guy was like oh my god this is this turned out wonderful not every not every company is gonna be like that exactly exactly so I just feel like he he's over he's in over his head and he recognizes that he needs help but then for Issa it's kind of like do you want to take this on because he is a volatile person with bad decision making skills you know what Mina that was extremely intelligent and I love it but you're giving this nigga way too much credit um, <laughs> right now because he did everything he's a bitch. <laughs> he did everything that he I told think. Issa last week you only coming to apologize because you need something. Well, and he sees that he. And but he didn't even apologize. Not, he, not really. It was kind of like a half apology. Even, he even wasn't even though, no, not really. He was just like, I realized that I had to have permits and I had to do all of this. Hey, maybe we should work together again. Yeah, Bitch, that nigga just no. said everything's hard. You do it she, from now he on. Dogged her whole brand in True. the streets on True. in on the internet and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. A black woman's business he you know dogged what? that woman out you ain't lying. and then he coming crawling back but he didn't even apologize fuck you ralph angel and, and for the and listeners if y'all knew the reason why i'm calling him ralph angel i don't know if any of y'all have seen queen sugar 
But uh, you'll get the references if you have seen Queen Sugar. Correct. And it's kind of like telling. It's kind of telling also, and I understand that you kind of you may want to deal with people face to face. You may want to like you know either you do your half apology face to face or whatever you want to do. But he dogged her in public. He dogged well, he dogged her on Twitter on a public platform. Take your apology to that public platform and apologize there. Don't try to Mm -hmm. do this little back-end deal where, hey, I need you again. We should work, give her the hard sell. We should work together. I see that you really are about the community and everything. Just Mm -hmm. because, like you said, Devin, he's coming to her because he don't know how to fucking do shit. (laughs) And he don't have those sponsors in it. And he probably, and he's obviously not in the art walk. So he probably, because all the shit that he was talking yeah, all the shit that he was talking, he probably wasn't able to get in. To, right, the collective's the there. The yeah, the collective is there. Good, good on them. But because like MBW is fucking the collective anymore, they're not fucking with Crenshaw anymore. He got his check, talked shit, moved on. So now yeah. he need to get back in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll but go yeah, through. Yeah, no, our... I fully take the point. No, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, I'm about to no I was just so. saying, I fully take that point that um, yeah, he was incarcerated. He distrusts white people. I do too. I get it. But, you know, if you're going to be in this business, I mean, you're going to have to learn how to work with them. Like, what did they say in Godfather 2? Your father liked Hyman Roth. Your father respected Hyman Roth. But your father did not trust Hyman Roth. Spoilers. That's, a whole, that's an old cut if you that's watch the second Godfather. I love, okay? I love it. Also, Listen, I can bring depth to the podcast, too. Right. I do have a question <laughs> for you. You don't trust out. white men, and yet you kiss them. But you fucked how many white okay, women? Okay, let's move on. So we go to the first part. We go to the first part of uh, this uh, these dream sequences, and we go to MBW. Uh, they get she gets the email, and they propose hella coins on her wristlet. I love her bars were not weak. It was off the top, so I appreciate it. Was okay. Right, I was like bars, girl. Yeah, don't, don't sell yourself yeah. short. Right, right, right. Uh, it might be called New Blackwater now. Pun intended. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, she meets Ty Dollar. Uh, I am a fan of Ty Dollar Sign. They are in first class. It's good to see black folks sitting in first class. Juwan, you're an you uppity just nigga. Skip the entire. You skip, no. You're doing it again. Skip the I'm wrapping up the entire scene. It was stuff between that. Yes, you got like what? <laughs> Oh my God, Jamel, tell him about it. Yeah, tell me what happened. What did I miss? So, we missed you missed a whole ass transition because she's talking with NBW about a couple of um, venues that they can go to, and then it just transitions into an incredibly bigger venue. Yeah, that was a new um, Blackwater venue. More, mm-hmm. Yeah, this well, 4, yeah, but no. <laughs> but uh, and they're wearing biz, they're wearing more business appropriate attire. Yeah, he got um, she got three assistants. Did you notice that Issa's hair was straight? Straight hair. Yeah. All through this sequence. Mm-hmm. All through this sequence, her hair was straight. Mm-hmm. More on that later. But, um, yeah, like, so she's doing big things. She's national now. So she's been to Detroit. She's been to Miami. She's doing all of these different um, events, like, all over America, which is awesome. And the... Um, the speaker or the MC that she was talking to, because I think she was like a keynote speaker at one event in Detroit, mm-hmm. um, was just like, Oh yeah, you know, you're from LA. She's like, yeah, I haven't been able to been 
uh, to be in L.A. for a long time, but, you know, it'll always be home. So she hasn't been back in a long time, although she lives in Hollywood. West Hollywood. What is that different? It is. Okay. See, I do have a question for I do have a question for the pot. I'm listening. And on that stage, she did say, ooh, child. Things are going to get easier. Thank you, Juwan. Jamel just clearly shat on my whole transition. I mean, I got it, but I'm not this singing's not my ministry, so I I couldn't join in. I mean, and Jamel is a music major. She is. And this is what she gives me. I mean, I was she did. That's what light skinned women do to me. That's why I only work with white women. Oh, it is. Oh my God. I thought you. I thought you. That was a joke. That was, I'm off that narcotic. I'm off that narcotic, except for the white women that are listening to this. I love y'all. Oh. We don't You're have white women listening to this. Well, no. Nah, if they, if they all up Devin's ass. I know. I know for a fact we have white women listening to this show. Oh, well, actually, me. that's kind of awesome. Maybe they'll tell their friends. Hey, white women. Right. Right. Uh, Hi, sister. Now. Don't say that. Thank you for coming. It's very, it's, <laughs> it's, it's awesome that you're no, here. See they, can't, see, they don't like, they don't like y'all like that. You have to use the quiet storm voice. Oh, right. Go okay. ahead, Juwan. Don't do it now. I'm not ready. <laughs> no, so you got to make them wait to the end of the podcast. They got to listen to the entire podcast. Don't let right, them know right. where it is. And don't so put as, the time cap in there either. As Jamel said, they, she, they do have a place in West Hollywood. And apparently Nathan has a new shop. And it's doing well, and that's the that's the wrap of it. So now we can uh anything we miss, go ahead, Juwan. Yeah, I want to go back to that Ty Dollar to Ty Dollar Sign. So as you if you remember, Ty Dollar Sign was a recurring theme uh, all the way back from episode uh, one of season one, uh, where Ty Dollar, where I think that's Issa's one of Issa's favorite artists, and um. And also, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Ty Dolla Sign was one of the artists that Daniel was producing the track for. So that was also a callback to that as well. Oh. God, man, you niggas do research and shit. Y'all are out here. Right? Wonderful. Right on. I didn't know that. Right on. So uh, we go to uh, Doing the Will at Molly's parents' house. And one bro decides, hey, y'all need tea? I'll go get tea. Y'all don't have any tea. I'm going to go to the store to get some tea. And one brother asked, "What Seth? Do y'all have Seth or do y'all have Walk?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know what those things are." You do? Absolutely not. Uh, so Seth is a simplified employee plan, and a Roth is an IRA. I used to do this for. I this is what I used to do. Uh, I still do it, but I do it for corporations now. And that's right on. why Juwan is on the podcast because I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. A thousand percent. Like Kelly, my girl. Y'all don't get employ uh, financial education through your employers. We do, but I'm federal, so like, you know, I don't have a 401k. I have a TSP. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm Tommy. I don't. I don't have. I ain't got no job, man. <laughs> my uncle told me, "Hey, son, you'll never have to work again if you follow what I tell you." I was like, "Right on. Show me the way." Does he listen? I don't know. I don't Hi, think he knows how to. I don't think he knows how to. What's up, Uncle Billy? I don't know if he knows how to podcast. To listen to podcast. He has like a cricket. Oh, hi, phone. Uncle Billy. Not a cricket. A cricket. A cricket. That's worse than Jamel's Android. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I don't even think he knows how to get to a podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> this is this is 
This is Mina's first and last time. It will not. We love, we, we love we love you. Mina, it was lovely to have you here. <laughs> so Kelly tells us uh, she may, makes a joke about how they do be loving answering phones at banks. And Molly's mom is like, they do answer the phone like that. You know, Mr. Carter, I know what you mean. You know, but the bank's going to need an actual dollar amount so they can paint an accurate picture of your financial assets. So how big is the 401k? I had to borrow against it to cover your mom's medical expenses. There's not much left. Wait, what? What happens if mom has another stroke? I don't like this conversation. We're out of tea. I don't know if we ever had any tea, but I'm going to go to the store. I promise you, Mr. Carter, nobody likes talking about money. And when you see your whole life on a piece of paper, I mean, it's sobering. I can't tell you how many of my clients I've seen open mouth sob because all they have to pass on is an old Nissan Sentra. Manual transmission. But we're professionals, and I've seen every scenario under the sun. I just don't like seeing how little I have to leave my family. I mean, I've worked 50 years, and it feels like I've got nothing to show for it. That is not true. Dad, you gave us love, and that's what's most important. All of this is just things. And you know, it's never too late to start saving for your grandkids. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could hook you up with a special savings account today. All we have to do is call the bank, and you know banks love getting calls. Answering phones, always like, hello? <laughs> they do be like that. How may I help you? <laughs> Look, you can just take it one step at a time. Mina, now are you a are you a fan of Molly and her uh, stressful life that she's dealing with, and how how do you feel about this whole situation of dealing with the mom and the finances and getting them to how do how do you say like parenting your parents so to speak? Right. How is your how is your uh, opinion on these whole type of situations? Well, first I thought you were gonna say are you a fan of Molly's haircut, and I was gonna be like no. Thank God. You asked a better, a different question. I know. Um, I try not to. I try not to take down our black women. Stand on that. I want her, No, I need. I need her to make out the black women mad. Wait, what? I need you to stand on that. That haircut's not like. First of all, it's so hard. It's like she went to a real barber. That hard line. Like it's not feminine, but. It's, it's her choice. Like, it, I bet Nathan did that haircut. Girl, thank you. It's. Mm-hmm. Or probably Chinese dick, dude. Mm. Wait he was fine. I met him. She, she, she had the haircut before she met Arik. Oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, that ha- Oh, that but no, he was talking about uh, Asian. Ba- well, Andrew? And- no, I'm t- no, the nigga that was problematic no? in the car where he was like, Arik. oh, Chinese dick. Oh, Chinese Yeah, his tattoo. Dick. Yeah. Uh, He's a barber as well. Hmm. Yeah. But going back uh, to your yeah. question, go ahead, so go ahead. I think that what Molly's going through is really real. Like, I think that Black people, a lot of us struggle with finance, finance first mm-hmm. of all, and mm-hmm. then knowing what to do with your money when you have money. Um, when her father said he had to borrow against his 401k to pay for doctor bills, I that seemed like real life. Like, I'm sure a lot of people are dealing with that. But then it also like caused me to question, like, I wonder what her parents' retirement plan is. Is Molly their retirement plan? Because he said it like he felt like he worked for 50 years and really didn't have anything to show for it. So I think that a lot of people are probably probably going to be able to relate to that. Um, And it seemed really stressful. Um, Hopefully I don't have to have those conversations really soon. Um, But I just think that we need to take care of our money so that our money will take care of us in our later years. 
you're right, Mina. Financial literacy is is important, especially for um, black people, in order to learn how how to protect our money, how to do with our money, not be so easily frivolous with our with money. And I think that a lot of black people, you know, historically have been left behind because obviously systematic racism left behind in the financial industry. They didn't necessarily want us to learn about these financial vehicles in order to have something to have something that we can leave behind for our for our children. And I think that a lot of black people have been like you were saying, like you kind of alluded to, were using their children as their unintentionally. I don't want to say that um, he was intentionally using Molly or thinking that her as a retirement plan because Molly is a well-off person, obviously. But I think that, you know, we have we have um, a lot of the career choices that we push our children into, like, you know, football players, basketball players, rappers, you know, entertainers and things where our children end up doing better than what we were doing. And then they become and then they end up. You always hear I want to buy my mama and my daddy or my daddy the nice house mm-hmm. or the big house. I want to be able to pay all my parents' bills off and things of that nature. But I think that we need to, and while that's all well and good, I believe there needs to be a, a, a shift in the paradigm of how black people think about money and how black people uh, want to leave behind legacies. Um, and so it just kind of, that scene just kind of struck me and it made me sad that he, like he said, that he was working for 50 years he didn't have it. He felt like he didn't have anything to show for it. He had to borrow against his 401k. Very, very bad idea. People never, never do that to pay for uh, medical bills. I'm glad that they do have a Kelly who is a financial advisor by trade, able to guide them through and maybe into like, and this is not something they're going to show on screen, but they, they have her around that she's able to fix those issues that they were and going through. So they will leave. It too. Yeah. Right, so they will. Yeah, I was listening. I was listening to this podcast, and they were talking about like uh, black people and how we always have to push our money up, and then white families they're always going the opposite way on pyramids, and their Mm -hmm. money's all going down, and that's how the rich stay rich. But we always have to go back and lift up our grandparents and our parents. So yeah, definitely, it definitely sucks that we are at a disadvantage already. Come on, Devin. Right. Look at you so, reading yeah. and stuff. Right, right. Oh, no, we need to have a on the podcast all the time because Devin don't never say anything profound like that. Right on. <laughs> we get into the This is going to be the intellectual podcast right on. today. She rubbed off on me. There was a couple things, though. Did you? Mm-hmm. There was um something she got a Issa said. I'm ready. Right? Let's I, take I notes. notes. Right, Issa let's said go. that her auntie or somebody had left her will in God's hands. <laughs> she was like, and now the county got her house. Like, I think a lot of black people really just aren't proactive with it. Like, didn't they find Aretha Franklin's will in like a couch cushion? Like, literally, yeah. like How black people. Do. We literally have to do better. And like, honestly, it's Google is free. Like, if you don't have a financial advisor, Google is too free for us to be using GoFundMe as financial planning for you. Talk future. about it. No, that's that's absolutely real. That is so real. I don't know if my mom watches Insecure, but um, I don't know. She be talking about my grandmother's, God rest her soul, estate. My grandmother's been gone for almost 10 years, and she's still talking about my grandmother's estate, and she's planning her estate. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. You have prepared. But T's and P's to your grams, Jamel. T's and P's. 
amen. <laughs> but um, like, no, like, why are you like, like my mom is just like, I feel like she just wants to like, listen, I am prepared. You don't have to worry about anything. I'm just like, okay, you, we can, okay, we can table this. And then she'll tell me every single thing her financial pro- uh, advisor has said. And I'm just like, can you just email it to me? Because I'm not going to remember. I'm well, not going to remember. I am a millennial. Email me. <laughs> like, I'll read it. Your mom knows like how to email? That's wild. She got a Gmail and a Yahoo account. Right, right on. But for some reason, she likes the Yahoo account better. Me too. I'm still using my, I still use my Yahoo to this day. That's weird. All right, right on. I got a Gmail I mean, for I people used, that I would... I used to have Hotmail, though. I mean... Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. I almost had a it white man joke to slip in there, but and we love those. Oh wait, no, not that one. Yeah, you do. Never mind. I, wasn't <laughs> yeah, you... I wasn't thinking. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you do. Right on. So, so yes, let's go. Black people, financial advising, get it done. Proceed. All right. So we go to uh, uh, Issa and Ralph Angel uh, meeting up for coffee at a non-Starbucks. So it looks like they're giving back to community. And this is where we go into the second part of our daydreaming. And I'm going to breeze through this because, ew. Uh, so we got uh, Ralph Angel. Can I stop Angel. you real quick? Mm-hmm. Did you notice that he, uh, that like, I think one of his um, associates or something like that was named Blue? Yep. I, I caught I'm, that. Nigga. Nigga. Blue. I did completely. I do right. everything for Blue. <laughs> I even rob liquor stores and I give my my baby blue churros so he can sit there and wait and have a churro while I rob a liquor store. Charlie! <laughs> that, that had to be intentional, Charlie, right? we got to grow sure this sugar cane. <laughs> it had to have been intentional. I hate you, Jamel. Charlie! <laughs> so we got to right. grow this sugar cane. The sugar cane ain't growing. And I got to feed my blue some more some more churros and get him some Barbie dolls to play with and then cuss niggas out if they try to talk about my my son playing with Barbie dolls because I'm a progressive black man who just got out of jail and robs liquor stores for money because I'm a fucking bitch. I hate Ralph Angels. <laughs> it just occurred to me, he's like typecast at this point. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like Kofi Sirabo because he's typecast and it's he's completely so fine, not his though. fault. Oh, I can't even see it because every single like I understand that that his features are attractive, but I cannot see him as attractive because everything I've seen him in, I've hated him. I haven't seen that Netflix <sighs> movie that he's in. Supposedly that's pretty good. I'm probably gonna hate it. <laughs> so much um, bias. Mina, uh, you're a Ralph a Angel fan. As we've reported many times on this podcast, Jamel is a size queen. Are you as well? A what queen? One more time. Oh, my God. Don't answer that. A size queen. You don't have to answer that. Why? Because he's short? No. That's not what you're talking about. Don't answer it. Oh, yeah. Well, size queen refers to their dick size. Like, so you have to have a big dick in order to fuck with them if you're you're a size queen. Just put it all out there. I was letting her know what she wasn't. She wasn't up to the. It was a connecting. You're right, right, right. Jamel is one of those. You got to be eight inches up to be with Jamel. Am I? We've already confirmed this on many a pod. Hasn't but have we seen confirmed? Ralph Angel in gray sweatpants to make that determination? Ooh. Mm. Do a quick Google. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. She watched. The, uh, she liked uh, Tom Hardy's dick. We talked about this on a previous pod. Uh, wait, what? What's happening here? <laughs> didn't, didn't we look at, am I, are you going to have to edit this out, Juwan? So I just want to say it again. Anyway, uh, so we go to uh, the dream for a while. Angel wants to work at an after school and set up a shop and uh, have all their dreams together. Uh, he takes her to his uh, dream and there is a brownie branch. Uh, these are moist brownies this time. Not the ones that she made. He took them out the air fryer. Do you want an air fryer? Is this thing that people use? Nigga, uh, I have an air fryer. I do oh, too. Oh, you use those? I too I have like an air fryer. I feel like you'd be like, ew, disgusting. This nigga used I to be vegan for five for five weeks. Of course he has right. an air fryer. <laughs> okay, right on, it was right a on. Whole year I had to give it up. <laughs> right. Because that that hog. Oh, you don't eat regular hog. No, nope. I don't. Lips that touch swine will never touch his. <laughs> that's, that's right. No pork on my fork. Right that's there, right. you. Go. I love you. But I I was you, vegan for like seven years, but on purpose. I skin was all gray. Mm-hmm. My hair was like breaking off. It was not for me. Um, bacon bacon kept calling you. No, I still don't eat. I do um seafood every now and again, but plant based. Good, yeah. I did I have, have an Impossible Whopper food. once. How it was are good, they? wasn't it? It tastes like a Whopper. Yeah, it tastes like a Whopper. Well, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I wonder, like, does that really, like, uh, this is uh, to the vegans of the pod. So, like, how does that work when they cook it on the same grill or thingamajig and do all the same stuff they that they do to regular don't. burger? So you, you have to request it. it vegan. So if you just mm. order an Impossible Whopper, they're going to cook it on the same grill. If you oh. order a vegan Impossible Whopper, they'll cook it on a separate grill. Because uh, right. I was wondering that. That's- Something. Mm-hmm. I thought about that because I was like, this tastes just like a regular one. All right. So, okay. Jamel, you haven't had a impossible meat yet. I listen, Amina's sister <laughs> is one of my best friends. And she and I, I, she's she's laughing because she knows what I'm gonna say. She continuously tries to get me to try vegan food. She ain't even vegan, but she tries she's vegetarian, but she tries to get me to have vegan food like every time I see her, and I have stopped. Because one time she had me try these vegan chocolate chip cookies and I almost vomited. Drama. They were so terrible. They were so bad. Did she have you try them? I'm sure they were delicious. Girl. Is there a dot, dot, dot after that? <laughs> but when you think about the good that you're doing for the environment, yes, for your body. body and all of that, that's fine. I will eat some broccoli. Right then. <laughs> On purpose? I do like broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I have a good recipe for brownies for vegan for black bean brownies. There, there is no black, such thing. Wait, what? They were chocolate brownies, but you mix the chocolate brownies with black beans instead of milk. Juwan, why are you doing this? It's about to be a Popeyes all over again. <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not mad at it. I'm sure it tastes just fine. It was good. It was really good. I still use that recipe. Being from the West Coast, coast, of course she liked that shit. Right. They eat tree bark out there. So, <laughs> Jesus, that's she ain't denied. <laughs> right, delicious yeah, over a salad. It's good. It's good for your skin. I heard. Oh, right, right on. I, so I, uh, I do enjoy a steak salad. A what? A steak salad. Like you actually waste steak on a salad? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I eat a salad before I get to my steak. Do you? A thousand? Well, 
Mm-hmm. It depends See, on. I'll take it home. You, you ain't got to lie, Craig. <laughs> I do love asparagus though, with my steak. I asparagus had asparagus goes. the other day. Right on. See, Brought listeners, we though. do be eating. Wait a minute. It my, is. I got my my children would would not ha- be happy. Were you about me. to say your godchildren? I caught that. Did you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I no, definitely anyway. I definitely caught that. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Continue. Right on. So we go to the dreams. <laughs> oh Issa, yeah, this is the second one, right? Right. Issa gets the key to uh, Inglewood. It's called Issa Wood Day. And, and who gave it to great. us? Yeah, I was saying who gave it to her. Tyra. Some, Nope. Wait a minute. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. Some black lady. You don't recognize her? You didn't know her? No. I was rooting for you. I was. We was all rooting for you. How dare you? It was Tyra Banks. Thank you. Yes. Was it really? Yes. Hold on. Let me go back. Dumb nigga. Are you serious? Hold on. Let me go back because I did not notice that. While he goes back, we just gonna talk about the scene. And I did forget to mention in the first sequence that Koya, I think her name is. Now she has people under her. She doesn't do anything. She just tells other people to speak. Yes. Holy shit, that is Tyra. Yes, we know, nigga. Anyways. I do love that Koya was in both daydreams too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, that's her. That's yeah. That's her right hand woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was wonderful. But yes, um, to my earlier point, her hair is very curly in this sequence. Right. Yeah. Because you know. Yeah. But she's like basically like. Well, I'm not gonna call her a hood legend, but she's like. I she's think like they the said Queen that. of England now. Did they call her a hood legend? Uh, I want to call they said... a hood legend. I yeah, Prince oh, okay. a hood legend, but oh, okay. Issa's basically just like she's like he the queen like, of Inglewood. Issa yeah. motherfucking D. Yeah, like she, yeah, like she's um, an icon in Inglewood. So it's basically, do I want to, you know, just impact just this community, or do I want to go national? So you know, that's the conundrum that we'll get to. Let's let's later. do uh, make sure we point out that her home is small as shit. And yeah, Nathan, well, it's the Nathan, same house, same apartment. It's the same complex, but it's a big, supposedly a bigger apartment. But I did want to point out just a tiny little thing mm-hmm. uh, that connects these two daydreams: the tie dollars, tie dollar yep. sign. Uh, uh, yeah, it's in the, it's on the bus billboard uh, for Yeah. Uh, talking about this water hits different. Which is a, which of course is a song that he had with SZA, and SZA and the connection is that SZA was in the last was in the last season of Insecure, um, so was in season she was she was in season four, um, okay. but anyway well, you are out here, but but anyway it also does show how these are connecting with Issa that she is like she's basically saying like this could be the lifestyle I had if I went with um. With MBW and then and then but Ty Dollar Sign gets to be the one that works with Crenshaw and then and, vi- and vice versa. So I just kind of thought there was a cool duality in that in those two. We'll yeah. get on that more. We'll more yeah. on that later. I'm gonna it was interesting to me though that MBW was going black regardless though. Right. So it was like if Issa was that. there, it would be through Issa. But other way, either way, they were venturing into the dark side and they just need a black person to get them there. <laughs> Right, right. They need. But I feel like brands do that. They really want the cool factor. A thousand percent. Because they know where the money is. Anything that's cool is in the black dollars. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, we go to. Uh, oh, at the end of the episode, at the end of the dream, Lawrence shows up and it's not Nathan. 
and I was happy. <laughs> well, you look a we, little happier too. Yeah, a well, percent. you notice one little. You notice that um Nathan, of course, is still in the house, but apparently he still works at the. He started shop. a men's group. He started. Yeah, a sorry, men's group. He started a men's group, and he gives her her favorite drink, which is the prosecco with a splash of vodka this time, and the simple syrup. The lavender garnish, because we know we know that from season four, that's what she likes to drink now. Because at first, in the first sequence, she was drink. He was pouring her champagne. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting that he didn't go to the event where they gave her the key to the city. Yeah, that was kind of weird that I he mean, wasn't like asking. Molly wasn't there, Kelly wasn't there, nobody was there. But I don't mm-hmm. know if that was you know just because they just didn't have time to get everybody there. But like, I found it, I found it curious. That that like Nathan especially wasn't there to see her get the key to the city. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Because he, yeah, he he specifically said that he had to that he watched it on TV. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, KCAL. Yeah, nigga, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, one thing, Devin, which I surprised that you missed, how Nathan and Lawrence was dressed. Oh, with the black shirt and the chains. Yeah. You, did you get that reference? The Rock. Nope. No, I got nothing. Vishon. I don't even know who that is. The one division mean. What one? Oh, the new, oh, okay, I got it, I got yeah, it. Yeah, when Vision came with at the, the last episode of One Division. Oh, when, oh yeah. okay. Totally, totally missed that. Yeah. So, you know, where is Hayden if not toxic, toxicity persevering? And all I see, I hate you. <laughs> that was funny though. But I, every time I see a black a black shirt and a chain, I always think of The Rock, where he's got that fanny pack on. Mm. And like that Gumby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. You like wrestling? I don't know what that is. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> you you don't know wrestling like as in double WWE? Yes. Oh, like a sport? It is. <laughs> That's not for me. It's I mean it's sports entertainment. We watch wrestling on this podcast though. I'm sure you'll watch day one. Right, let me make Moving on. Right on, right on. So we go we go to Kelly wrapping up at Molly's parents' house and she needs an evite to Denzel night because she will not be any there will not be any fences between her. I got that reference because I saw that movie. Also, he was terrible in that movie. Viola wasn't though. That's when she gave us that. No, not like, terrible stop. acting, but he was a terrible human being. Oh, yeah. I could have said nigga. What? Yeah. Oh no, he acted his ass off. Right, but he was a horrible person. That's all. Sad, what, you know. Right. It's sad what we did to our black women back then. I would never. Back then. Back. Uh, mm. I, yes. I mean, say. it's 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 worse back then. But I hey, look, I cherish our black queens. Look, I was the main one who said we got to bring Jamel on this pod. Juwan just wanted to do it, the two of us. I was like, we need I'm a perfect sorry. black woman hold, on this show. Hold on. Hold, 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 hold. Us branching out was my idea. Right. That's what I meant. I meant that me and Jamel had thought about this whole time. And this I'm black sorry. Man, wait, what? I don't know. I'm trying to lie, but it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> Jamel and I, first of all. Right on. Right, right on. I love, God, I love you. And you're drinking a Batman mug. Are you a fan of the Dark Knight? I am. Right on. Swear to me. Actually, like Marvel, but it's all right. I mean, most people do. Most people do. But oh Batman, my. I mean, Batman is that nigga. Mm-hmm. 
just I do love Batman. But uh, Molly is is all tuckered out after she gets in her car after she leaves, and she has a good cry, and her phone is ringing, and it's who? Torian. Torian. Yeah, I, she I don't needed know why that cry though. She right. That cry. I'm surprised she answered, but uh, she cancels <laughs> the date. And at this point, I'm gonna stop stop it right here and ask y'all's opinion. Uh, how did y'all feel about? Did y'all feel how he took it well? Were y'all like surprised about that? Because I would have reacted differently. But I'm gonna go with y'all. Like, how would y'all would have? Uh, I guess I had to go to Juwan first. How would you feel if she canceled your date? I honestly would have reacted the same way. I would have. All right, know, right, me too. <laughs> I would have, you know, just told her like, "Hey, I'm sorry that you had a bad day. It's all good." Um, it's all good um, that you having to cancel, um, and just kind of, and just try to console her, try to console her because you, Devin, don't think I have no emotions and don't like to console my friends or anything. So, or hold them? Uh, no, no. But um, but yeah, I, I do, I do like, and I would have responded in kind, you know, the same way that he did. It wouldn't have been a big deal, big deal to me. Um, Mina, uh, you have you ever canceled a date with a gentleman? And him took it as well as uh, Torian did? No. Like, I feel yeah. like... But I think that there's a, another sort of layer here is because she had already been honest with him about what was going on in her life. So I felt like her canceling the date, like, it kind of just fell in line. Like, he understand, understands what's going on. I feel like when I've canceled dates, it's just like, I ain't feeling this nigga, and I'm not trying to get dressed. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they got that energy. And so, you know, I got... You got to wash I your hair? Loved. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I have to go outside, what? Um, so I don't think I've ever had anyone take it, like, that maturely. I was like, what? I really did right? not expect it to go that way. Yeah, I would have I would have not talked to you for at least a month. Uh, Jamel, I know you're like this. So Damn. I know, I know you have done this to many a man pre uh, my best friend. So uh, how did they take it with you? First of all, let's not assume... Even oh, so if you, you are so correct. You, so you but, let the white men, you just let them come right over. You don't you don't make them. You didn't play. hear what I said. No, I mean, oh, okay, I've right canceled. On. But like what I I appreciate Molly doing because, you know, she was already geared up to lie. Mm. And then it she just looked like she was already so drained from the shit with her parents, you know, doing the estate, which obviously can be draining because you're talking about planning your parents death. That's going to be draining. However, comma, um. She didn't lie to Tori and she was just like, listen, man, I'm having I had a rough day. I had a big day with my parents. I'm tired. I just want to go home and go to sleep. I really just I, I, I was looking forward to today, but I just can't do it. And he was very understanding. Like and I think he just appreciated the fact that she she just didn't lie. Like he told her and she probably knew he probably knew what she was going to do that day. Like she probably he probably told she probably told him, like, yeah, I got to go do some estate planning with my parents. And so for her to say, yeah, today was really rough. He probably was like, okay, well that checks out. All right, well you know, we'll we'll, we'll just um. Nah, we'll, fuck uh, that. Plan we we oh. have plans. So you make time for me, like I was making you time for you. Life uh, my my day was hard too, lady. We both making time. Was it? You know what? You would have got sent to voicemail. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I I I will address Devin in a minute. But one thing what? that I. <laughs> One thing that I did like about, you know, this, how this relationship is coming together is that they don't, that they do not have any expectations of each other other mm. than what, other than themselves. Fun. Exactly. So that, 
Oh, and I do, and like Jamel, your uh, sorry, meaning your point is that she was honest with him about what was going on in her life. That's how how they, that's the footing that they came in on, and it wasn't like this artifice that they had with each other where they had to put up this type of front. They were real with each other from the very beginning, and that was, and they were genuine. Whereas, for example, with her, with her and Andrew where it was it was flirtatious but it was still a surface level relationship where molly was putting these expectations on what she wanted andrew to be and in turn he had expectations of of based on how he lived his life what she should be and it was just clashing but with the, with her and torian they don't have that they do not have you know it's not superficial and i like the way that the relationship is slow is slowly progressing in like I said before, by nature of what of the writing, and I think that her, him, and her, him and her are in game now. Um, based on this episode, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a time jump in the season in the series finale, and her and Torian are married, kind of like six I like it. I like it. I like it. I will yeah. be happy with that. I generally mm-hmm. don't like time jumps like that, but if it, if if Torian and her are in game, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. He seems, yeah, he seems very, very good for her, and she seems. Well, I mean, we don't know that much about him, but she seems good for him. You know, like the other thing they have working for them though is that they know each other. Exactly. Like they've been working together for a minute. I think he's also seen Molly's progression. Like they, they talked to her. What was at the retreat about how Mm -hmm. she came in doing too much? It was acting all bougie. Like at my white firm, we did this. So I feel like he's seen her maturity as well and so they kind of have that grounding whereas like a new dude I don't think really sometimes they don't really give you as much grace as I think Torian is giving her right also because the bar is like subterranean and so therefore like (laughs) our expectations I mean we already have low expectations because this nigga does not have facial hair (laughs) so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt I like, listen, I I know, I, all right, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I like him. Right on. And I know that's a lot for me to say for a nigga that doesn't have facial hair. Look at the growth in Jamel because you hated him. I he couldn't was, stand right? him. Right? Well, I don't know if I necessarily will say that I couldn't stand him. Because, like, Molly was on some other shit in previous seasons. So I'm not yeah, necessarily going to, yeah, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't. I didn't hate him. I hated him, but he didn't have facial hair, so. Right. <laughs> so we go to Mirror Issa and Sexy Lingerie Issa. I love that. That was that was nice. We got to see a. Cause she was wearing yellow. Oh yeah, I, I was I went I was focused on the titties. I forgot what what out color she had. <sighs> was it Waffle House yellow? No, I, it, I don't even know. What 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 was she wearing? Now I gotta go look at the scene. It was like they. It's just her. It was just her brow that was underneath her clothes. It, was, it, it yeah. was nice though. It was really nice. I loved it. She looked great this entire episode. A thousand percent. So uh, we go to. I lost my mood. Okay, so uh, she decides in a conversation with uh, Mira Issa that she still needs Lawrence and Ty Dollar Sign, both of them. Why are you stressed? Didn't you see how good life with Crenshaw was? Yeah. It was great, but why was Lawrence there? Because I am not thinking about him. I don't know about that. Like, at all. I mean, 
you did call him a few weeks ago and then he called you back and oh remember when we threw condola's baby in the trash <laughs> good times <laughs> maybe there's a little voice in the back of your head that's saying that things aren't done yet thus you you're the little voice in the back of my head are you looking at Oh, come on. Jamel, thoughts on that? Mira Issa is Team Lawrence. You can probably tell that. Like, because she straight up said there's a reason. I love her Why? Yeah, like, yeah. There's a reason why you keep thinking about him, probably because there's something still there. And obviously, Lawrence isn't the one that broke, it, that broke up with her. So... You know, if she probably texted him like, hey, let's do this thing, he probably would have dropped everything, you know? Right, used, so. used all his gas money to come get her from the airport. It'd be your own people, don't it? I mean, I, I, I would have, I might have would have let him, I might have would have waited maybe a day or so. Are you to let but... him smash? Is that what you just said, Jamel? I did not say that. <laughs> did you let him smash? Now that would have been, that would have been, Oh my God! See, I'm not even gonna get in this. I'm Mina, not gonna get into this. Uh, are you okay with uh, smashing a guy before you break up with him the next day, or you just cut it all off? It depends on how I feel about him. Like, if it's sort of like I hate him, then yes, for sure, smash, break up. If it's like I really, really like this dude, I just don't see a future. I wouldn't do it like that. Do him like that. So you wouldn't give him? You wouldn't give him up the cheeks if you did like him? Correct. What kind of shit is that? If <laughs> I like him and I'm about to break his heart, like I'm not about to smash. If it's like that, give him some farewell rude. cheeks. No. Juwan, am, am I am I am I am I tripping or don't you yes. want some goodbye cheeks? Um, oh, I can't tell that story. <laughs> Why does this nigga have a story for everything? <laughs> but you do want goodbye cheeks, favor of that, yes. I I I will. The person that was living the, the the person that was living with before there would get by cheeks. Right on, right on. <laughs> Jamel, yes, did you I give goodbye cheeks to that white no. man? I've never had sex with a white person, right unlike on. you. Okay, all right. So um so, let's get into this. Mina, uh No, I on, wanna um, go ahead and say okay. this one more time. I have Don't never do. had sexual relations with a person of the Caucasian persuasion un like you, Devin Lamar with two R's. <laughs> Talk so, yeah, about it. You um, probably so can't even count how many white women. First off, we are not with. talking about me. We are yes, talking, we are. We are. We're talking Ooh. about Mina and her her opinion on whether she would choose uh, going with Krishan or uh, Ralph Angel or uh, the MBW route. Which one would you choose? Staying loyal to the hood. Here's the thing. Or that, or that money, that shit. Being that I live in the Bay Area and venture capital is all around me, I'm going with the startup, depending on what their valuation is. But I'm going with the startup. I want equity. I want RSUs. I want money that's going to take me from here to there. I'm jumping tax brackets. She can get there through Crenshaw. It's just going to take a whole lot more work. I ain't got time for that. What about the culture? This is hard for me because it's like, what about me? Charity starts at home, nigga. A thousand percent. Charity starts at home. Be all right. But as for me in my house, what about what I need? Right. 
Nina's leaving our Mina's leaving our people. Uh, Jamel, what about you? I would probably go with. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Before I even say that, is there a reason why she can't do both? Look, it's either or. Because, we'll get into but that. Why Molly is it either or? Because that's what she was talking about with Molly. Like I think, like I think we're like right right now. But right, um, right. <clears throat> excuse me. Like is like why couldn't she go with NBW and be like, hey, um. Um, I spoke with Crenshaw. I, I spoke. I spoke with Crenshaw, and we would like to, you know, do some other events. Um, what's the problem with doing that? I, I, I guess I just didn't really fully understand that. But if we're gonna go, just go with the either or, I would probably take it to a um to the to the national level too. Like, yeah, let's yeah. let's take this shit global, okay? I, you know, yeah, I I want that West Hollywood house too, nigga. Damn. I want to build a deck. That's that's two sellouts, y'all. You want? You already know how I live. Oh, I'm yeah, about to this say, nigga. this nigga is bougie. This nigga has, what, 15 maids in his house? Come on now, nigga. God damn. This is a, this is a, Birmingham. This is a clean sweep for sellouts because I am right there with y'all. <laughs> Give me my cash. Dollar bills. Dollar bills. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. I would cut Crenshaw on a little check or something. Absolutely. Like, yeah, no, he would definitely be like, I, yeah, he'd probably be my side project. Like, listen, I will fund all of your like events and stuff like that. But I'm still going with these white people and I'm going to take all of their money and I'm going to give it to the community. Yeah, I would do that. Right. Like, right. like a what? I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. Robin Hood. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely rob these white people blind. Just talking about, oh, I'm good. No, I'm sorry. This is going to have to cost about $15,000. For the uh, just yeah, just for the drinks and stuff, and then I I would up charge these white folks so much, and then I just I would put it right back into black people. They just think they're paying for exclusivity. Exactly. That's the only way to be perfectly honest. That's the only way. Yeah, white listeners, if you want to listen to this podcast, it's fifteen dollars a a a download. And if and if you're a semi-attractive white woman. My it's DMs are 20. Oh, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Every time you stream, it costs you $15. We'll give you the Cash App and PayPal information at the end of the episode. Juwan, I hope you have it ready. Go ahead, Devin. Yeah, and this and this dick, this black dick is free. Trust black, me. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm joking. I told you not to embarrass me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I literally said that right before Mina logged on. I said, "Don't embarrass me." Look, Mina, I have an affliction that I sometimes fall into the the warm caresses of a, a white woman every now and then. You're gonna make her I'm, throw up. I'm I'm trying to get off that narcotic, but it's the pink nipples for me. Wow. You know what? I live in California. All of y'all be on that. I I do love perfect black women. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's, 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 that's the correct response. Yes. Uh, so Molly gets a knock on her door. Look at that. I mean, did y'all hear that? Molly gets a knock, and it is a delivery, and she got wings and wine, and she gets a, a text message. Everybody needs that, and I'm like, this nigga swear he me because that's something that I would do. I'm surprised really- that y'all a thousand percent. I am caring. And a sensitive you know what? lover. I actually, 
actually will give you that. I have zero knowledge about the lover part, but oh right, 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 right. That's like, not your business. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not my business, and that's not. But my I ministry. do, I do. Yeah, you cater so you to these do white care. women. Well, no, but no, you've sent me gifts if I'm having a bad day. And they're completely platonic, too. Right, 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 right. I fully, I fully, I will fully say that. And you got me a wonderful um, uh, um, wedding gift, too. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm out here. Yeah, no, like, I will give, I will give Devin that. Like, he does give thoughtful gifts. He's got me two wine glasses, and that is all you need to capture my platonic heart. Oh, thank you. Juwan, would you send wings and wine to a young lady? No. This nigga would make some sort of <laughs> like some sort of um, big ass meal with creme fraiche. Love maybe creme a dope confit. I know this mm. nigga like this. I know, I know. I have. How did you know I have duck in the freezer out there? And because it's probably there. it probably needs to take up the space for that fucking Popeyes turkey. Duck <laughs> <laughs> is gone. I bet it is. I hope it's in the trash. Oh no! No, I made a pie pie with it. Oh, that sounds delicious. That actually, I'm I'm not mad at that. Right? <laughs> Definitely, I'm I'm okay with repurposing that turkey. But uh, ladies, I want to get y'all's thoughts on this thoughtful endeavor that he went on for her and like surprising her with that. I loved it. It was such a simple and thoughtful gesture, and. Absolutely. It's just beautiful. Like, if you see a need, fill it. Be her peace. I'm all about filling needs. No, that was wonderful. Like, no, I am fully team Tori. I, I, was, I was talking about fully. sexual needs, though. I, I, we, yeah, oh, got it. Okay. Jamel didn't. I'm glad you did. Jamel didn't. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. But either way, no, I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful gesture. And I'm sorry, Juwan, but uh, next time I saw him, a leg would have been cocked up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. All I'm saying. Y'all would have heard I'm splash saying, waterfalls in the background. Listen, if you send me wings and wine, what better way to a black woman's heart? So right. If if this was by Ed, okay, maybe if she if she's vegan, okay, send her cauliflower wings. Right. Well, I know you care about her real wings. Uh Jamel, I do have a question. If this yeah. is my best friend trying to do something nice for you for just being a great mother to his children. Uh, what type of wine would he send you? Shiraz. All right. Mina? I'm not really a wine drinker. <laughs> I love you. What, so what would be your uh, drink of choice? Literally sparkling water. Oh, I was about to say, if you say, uh, uh, God damn it, what's the water I want? Deer Park. Ew, no, no. Uh, Nestle, Nestle Pure Life. Nestle Pure Life. Life. Nestle Pure Life. I'm I know, sorry. right? I'm Nestle on a Nestle is trash. <gasps> and Deer Park is also trash. I have moved on to Essentia now, but, you know, for Essentia brand purposes. Essentia great. Crystal right, Geyser. I'm about to Boss. get some pour water. Right. I, I use the water that comes out the refrigerator. Or that, since I already pay for it. Like, why would I pay for water <laughs> again? <laughs> like, I just... Push the thing on the refrigerator, and I get the right on. There. You drink I know. I think we have the like source? the Kirkland's joints, like from Costco. We get water from there. I don't, you know, whatever. We got right. a couple of the. You ain't wasting wasting uh time with water. You got wine. I mean, listen. I am a Christian, mm-hmm. and I follow Jesus's teachings. Right. And how Jesus turned water into wine. Hey! Talk your okay. shit. 
<laughs> Listen, okay? Every time I consume a glass of wine, that's like a prayer. Atheists, y'all just won't understand, okay? Listen, okay? That's his blood. That's You just drinking his blood. Okay, now that sounds like vampire shit. Isn't that what communion is? As often as you do this. Isn't that, this isn't that, is it the cracker supposed to be me. the body? Listen, this do in remembrance of me. Every time I drink a glass of wine, this is a prayer. Okay? God bless. You Atheist, know what? Just turn it off. All right? I just it's thought fine. about it. Dude could send me some edibles. Now mm. that would have been a beautiful gift. But the mm. only reason I think he probably didn't is because they're both lawyers and I feel like they can't do that. Like, right. uh, like below board, you know. Does he know her on that level yet? It. Well, I'm just saying they're co-workers first. So he probably wouldn't be able to do that because, you know, as a as an officer of the law. Right. Like, well, no, they live in California. No. Yeah, we yeah. have like Uber Eats for weed here. Like, you definitely yeah. could have been dropped off. Yeah, mm. yeah, I take I take that entire thing back. Yeah, no, they're But in it California. is not federally legal. So maybe that's Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, she yeah, does like, smoke. Yeah, you... you know, she partakes. He probably doesn't know that. Right. Well, let's wrap this up with uh, let's go to Nathan and uh, Issa, and he gets foe from foe show. Uh, but Issa cannot stop thinking about L Dog, and that made my day. Uh, do you want thoughts on this? I made foe for dinner. Early. Right. Was it foe show? Did no, it wasn't foe show. It was, uh, was it vegan? I'm not. No, it was not vegan. I put um, I put the rest, I put the leftover wagyu steak in there. Um, not right on. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that looks good actually. Y'all fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Juwan, Just Juwan. Like no, listen. I thought I was bougie. This nigga Juwan is like a new level of bougie. Okay, he is the most <laughs> uppity nigga in Birmingham. <laughs> God bless. But no, Devin, I really liked it. I liked the scene. Um, again, she is thinking about Lawrence. Like, but it goes back to what I said last week or uh, a couple of weeks ago was that she talked herself into loving Nathan. That it wasn't. It didn't come from a genuine place. And now, I think that these uh, these daydreams that she's having is basically her just settling for Nathan. Um, in the sense that, hey, well. You're here all the time. We should go ahead and move in together. And like Jamel said, the daydreams is that Nathan's already in the house. One of my kind of predictions, what if this seat, this series just ends and Nathan either, you know, either he has an episode, which I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. Or he gets or he basically does leave the barbershop and gets fired from the barbershop and He's just on the couch. He Nathan is the one that's on the couch. Oh, you know, if she if she decided to be with him and chose him over L Dog, she deserves that book. Right. I would hate that. I get that's it, sad. but I would hate that. Right. It just comes full circle where she's again in this same situation where she, professionally she may be in a better place, but she's romantically in the same situation dealing with a dude with no ambition or 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 the or the pre- and or depressed. And just back on the couch again. And all her friends. Great as a nightstand. (laughs) And all her friends have moved on, you know. Mm. Well, I guess we'll find out. I will say the juxtaposition, though. You see that? That's a big word. Mm, Right? 
Did you right. Anyway, I feel like the juxtaposition between Nathan and Lawrence is interesting, right? Because on one hand, it's not to say that Lawrence isn't like supportive, but I think that Nathan has been very, very actively supportive. Absolutely. Uh, That's true. And I think that a lot of black women kind of go through that, like, not like there are only two options, right? But you have like the dude whose money is like real short. But you know it's there. It's in your corner, super supportive, gets you fuh when you need it. And then you have Lawrence who's out here doing what Lawrence is doing, but he's making bank. And so it's like, what what do you choose? He, he does the long stroke that you like, and it's two inches longer now. That it's one part. of those if you like, because like Nathan, like they're almost setting him up to be a house husband. Yep. Yeah. It it yeah. really is. It really and is. And I don't know if that uh, we well, we don't know if she wants that. And I think right. she's starting to like. Grap- grapple with that right now because obviously she's hearing Lawrence's voice everywhere. Right. So we'll see. As she should. Yeah, yeah. so that's the end of the episode. Uh, I'm so ready for next week because shit will hit the fan. The penultimate uh, thing goes down. Everything goes down. Right. The Are they cutting off Ned Stark's head next week? Oh, <laughs> I don't even remember what the preview looked like. Like, I was on another moon when I watched Insecure. You just finished that succession but, finale? Oh my god. Okay. I'm not even because y'all just start y'all are just now starting succession, so I won't exactly. say anything. No, but no, this no, is no. like a it's a modern day Game of Thrones. Mm. I'm gonna go I ahead and put that. that out there. I just started succession. Yeah. Me too. Like These episode white one. folks are crazy. Uh do we have any feedback? We do have some feedback. We have um we do have a few emails and let me go ahead and get into that. Our first bit of feedback comes from Sor- friend of the show, Sora Salsa. Hey, boo! I still want to know what sorority she belongs to. She's, I don't think she told us um, yet. But uh, so uh, we still- She's one of those beautiful... All right, so Sora <laughs> Salsa, she is leaving... Uh, first, she sent two emails. So her first one is she's leaving thoughts on episode seven. She says, hey, y'all, and boo Devin... I still love you. Ooh. Hey, boo. I like you it. Hey, Mina, in case you didn't know it, I am in demand in these streets. So if you want right, to put your, put your resume on the docket, you know what I'm saying? All right. Where do I submit my application? Uh, uh, we'll talk about it later on the show. We'll talk about that later on the show. So she says, great discussion on episode seven. This episode was a great meditation on Issa's inability to move forward with Nathan. Her regression into drunk down Lawrence and second guessing herself won't let her to her detriment. It was also behind her pushing to, excuse me, pushing to get an I love you from Nathan, in my opinion. She has never been real or realistic with herself about the Lawrence situation. So she is pining for something that's been long lost. I don't even think she really wants Lawrence anymore. It's more about the idea of him and what he represents. That's a good point. Um, um, don't, don't, don't do this. She wants but, him. Yeah, that, that is a good I, point. I, I, think that. I, think, I think I agree that she likes the idea of him and not him, per se. Um, Who, Lawrence? Yeah, I think oh, she... Oh, you mean Nathan? Nathan? No, I think, she, I think maybe she likes the idea of Lawrence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. maybe it's pushing that she wants Nathan to be kind of like, be all that in the book, all, all of the above for I her. I fully agree with that. I disagree. I just think she knows where her heart is and she knows where home feels like. And Nathan doesn't feel like home. Mm, I, I agree with that too. 
um, she continues, if Lawrence is is going to be a good present father to Elijah, then Issa can't come higher than third in his life, at least for the time being. Because of because of this, they both need to handle their business separately until they're in a better place. I think she made the right decision, even if it hurts. I hate that she took some advice that wasn't for her um, because it was what she wanted to hear. I also hate that Issa is back running behind Lawrence because she can't give up the idea of a life that they most likely won't ever have. Um, now, um, I asked her last week because in her last email, the email she sent us, sent, um, us last week, she said that she feels still feels that Lawrence was 80 percent trash. So I asked her to expound on that. So she did. In this email. So she says my thoughts on why Lawrence is 80 percent trash. Get ready. Get ready, Devin. I'm ready. Number one. Being cheated on doesn't give you a pass not to be a decent mate. Prior to the start of the show, Lawrence had completely checked out of the relationship, which we found out when Lawrence and Issa finally hashed out their issues last last season. Issa's cheating doesn't mean that Lawrence didn't have issues, too, which we've seen play out since season one. Gonna pause right there. Hold up, Gary. I feel what you're saying, um, Miss Salsa, and I'm not coming down on you. While we do see that happen, we do get an explanation in season two and in season four that Lawrence, while not clinically, but he admitted that he was depressed. Yeah, and your shit. yeah, 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 yeah. He owned up to it. Yeah. So Lawrence has had, I even say he well, between him and Molly, he and Molly have had the most growth. I yes. would say. I agree with it. Yeah. yeah. And they, Jamel was one of the harshest niggas ever on this nigga when he was going through it. Right. She I said this like nigga was now. unemployed for seven years, which was not he, true. No, right. he so, was employed for four. Go ahead. So oh just while, so just while on that, I understand what you're saying, and that and him ch- and not absolving him for checking out of the relationship, but I think on the character standpoint, when the when the characters themselves are over that, then I don't think we need to throw that back in their faces and use that against them in the present day of their characterization. That's just my opinion, but I uh, but I do respect yours. Um, so, did you have anything you want to add to that, Devin? I'm gonna wait till she b- makes all her points before I jump on here. Okay, I got I got thoughts. Okay, oh, nope. number two. Lawrence was low-key horrible to just about everyone he has dated, from Tasha to Aparna to Condola. Now that I think about it, maybe Marty Marr just shouldn't date women who's just whose name ends with A. Lawrence has exhibited a bit of insecure on uh, trademark jealous streak upon discovering that a lady he's uh, with has a past and isn't dropping down to polish his balls at every given opportunity. Um, number three. I think Lawrence might suffer from a leave it to beaver mindset on love and relationships based on his idealized vision of his parents' marriage, which his father tried to correct in season two. But I don't think Lawrence was listening. Let's hope he gets there. I think she means season four, though. Um, 
Instead of allow, number number four, instead of allowing himself time to process the breakup from Issa, Lawrence proceeded to use a bunch of women like tissues, resulting in a horrible installment of black and an ultimate in an untimely case of uh, chlamydia to move on. Oh, number five, yeah, I forgot about that. And he had the, that church girl too, which I don't think they ever fucked, but I remember that church girl in the middle. Um, number five, Lawrence's real growth only came as a result of a child coming being born we saw how much of an asshole he was to condola when she announced that she was pregnant and thankfully he copped to it and apologized in this episode i have to wonder how things would have gone if isa if this monkey wrench hadn't been thrown into the program round two might have ended just as badly as the first in summation if lawrence can find the growth he's embraced as a father in his dating life and relationships then i will reconsider my assessment um that's the end of her section about Lawrence's 80% trash. If you want to go ahead and all, all I'm saying is like everybody goes through ups and downs throughout their relationships. And that's what the point of having relationships are. You learn who you are and what you like in a partner. We can't hold that against him if he was flawed in other relationships when the, the true relationship is Issa anyway, and they're fighting their way back to each other. And that's all I'll say. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Lawrence did, but see, I think that Lawrence, and like um, Jamel pointed out in uh, previous episodes, that Lawrence, like Issa and like Molly, when he after the after the breakup, he went through a whole phase, and he did. yeah, he went, he had his own whole phase that we saw play out. So remember those two wonderful white women? Wonderful. <laughs> no, not well, those. There was wonderful. Definitely not wonderful white women. Uh, I've never had a three ski yet. <laughs> I hope hopefully one day I'm still, you know, I'm still single out here, but I have a story. Right I'm on. Just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. But, oh, um, Mina, you got a story for a three what, what I that? do not, but I wish you best of luck in your journey. I hope Thank you get you. what you're yeah. seeking. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I do that before we, you know, we got together and, you know, worked right. on our lives together. Oh. Right. So you still haven't gone through your own personal hoe phase? I have not. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. No. Don't do this to me, Jabelle. I am I all about sensitivity. my friend. I am all about sensitivity and love. Yeah, but you also be lying out here. <laughs> <laughs> I only lie to women. Oh shit. Period. That's a that you right there. Juwan, is there any more feedback? Bro, the truth be coming out. Is there any more feedback, Juwan? Is there still more? There's still more in this email, but I just wanted to address something. Like Lawrence, and I'm not sure, Miss Miss Salsa, if you want to expound, if you want to talk about the the phases that Molly and Issa went through when they went through their whole phases. I think we saw we saw three separate whole phases. We saw Issa's whole phase. We saw Molly's whole phase. This was just Lawrence's whole phase. And what? But I think the issue with Lawrence was that Lawrence really wasn't committed to the whole phase as much as the two women were. He would kind. He was kind. Still hung up on Issa. He was was, doing that just revenge. Right. Right. So he he had he revenge fucked Tasha. Tried to do something with a relationship. Wasn't feeling it. He had a little fling with a partner that didn't work out. He had his little fling with the white woman. He tried to date the church girl. I think with Condola, if I'm not mistaken, I think. It was Lawrence that was actually trying to push this, push a more Absolutely. serious with Adola, but mm-hmm. she was the one that was not really on board with that. She didn't invite him. He had to invite himself to the Friendsgiving. 
you know, um, he kind of wanted, she, she said in the beginning, you know, said that she didn't want to be married again or didn't want to have more kids until she did. Um, so I think that he's kind of like a serial monogamist that's trying to play at, um, at being a hoe. And it just didn't work out. So I guess we'll see. I do think that, I do think that Lawrence is one of the characters that has shown some of the most growth in this in this series. But I mean, agree to disagree. But I do respect your opinion. So you know, I don't want you to think that I'm coming down on you because we have a difference of opinion. Here's um, the thing: I kind of I don't agree that he's 80 percent trash. Like I think that we've seen Lawrence sort of in a journey to becoming a man. But I will say that I've known a lot of Lawrence's where instead of going to therapy, instead of working on yourself, they use women to get to their next level or to find their own healing. So I think that that's probably what Sister Soldier or Sister Salsa is talking about where Lawrence, instead of doing his own work, like he used all these women to kind of, you know, heal. And that's where the problem is. And I think a lot of guys who are like Lawrence, they like, they actually think that they're good guys, right? Like they're walking this earth like I'm an upstanding nigga but like in honesty like you're a hurt nigga that really needs to go to therapy and do your self-work before you break another woman's heart so I think that that's probably where he was when he ended up with Condola and he really did try but Condola wasn't there for it um but I I can see why someone would say that Lawrence is trash damn I love I love you Excellent point. Very, very spot on. Uh, she she um concludes. Uh, she agrees with the feedback from Banji um, a thousand percent to use Devin's t- uh, term. His feedback was spot on. I think that a lot of viewers just want the writers to produce a season of the episodes from a, from the storylines in their heads. You know, y'all are free to submit your show ideas to the HBO execs since you feel that they would make a better show than the one East and Company produced. Also, there's a large percentage of viewers who will only be happy if this show ends with Lawrence and Issa living happily ever after. I prefer a show that evolves rather rather than a predetermined storyline based on fan service. Sorry for the book. Love the show. Um, thank you, Miss Salsa. Thanks, boo. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You so- Sorry, Salsa. And no, and definitely you don't feel bad about leaving long feedback. We love it. It it it, it um enhances the conversation. So thank you very much for that. Okay. Because she also has left another she also got her, her um her feedback for episode eight, uh oh. here's L, which is shorter. But she just says, um, hey y'all, this episode really highlights my thoughts on Issa. She can't stop second guessing herself, whether in work life or love she is paralyzed by indecision she really doesn't need to be in a relationship with anyone i'm keeping it short since i wrote a book already love the show thank you again miss salsa miss sora salsa we appreciate that thank you so much i agree with you i don't think that this i don't think this season needs to end or should end with Issa um being with anyone as far as romantically you know, let Nathan go, let Lawrence go, focus on your business, focus on your work life. I know that's kind of like sad because I know that's how we started the see we started the series with her with her love life. You want kind of want to end it that way. But I don't think that this character is is at the mo- the emotional maturity level to maintain a re- maintain a healthy relationship. It's even with the guys that she has to choose from, you know, that mm-hmm. we've seen on stream. Um, you, you both are entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Our next bit of feedback comes from comes from Brandon. Hi, Brandon. What up, homie? So Brandon says, "What up, edit that out, family? This is um, Brandon, aka DJ Food and Drink, checking in from East Atlanta." Oh, okay, all right. My my nigga. Dude from Twitter. Got it. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. And he spells Atlanta with two ends, which I find hilarious. Speaking of Atlanta, I can't remember who, but last week someone said hot Atlanta. No, sir, slash ma'am. If we can dead dead like Crenshaw, we'd appreciate it. I think I said I think it was me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was probably me. you because I never called it hot Atlanta. Even yeah, when I went to school there. Nah. Hot Atlanta. Yeah, that's nigga shit that she would do, Devin. That's an exception. Uh, <laughs> what? That is the home of the world champion Atlanta Braves baseball team. Yeah, but they don't even call it Hot Atlanta. Look, we have a white shortstop who loves <laughs> black culture. It's so Hot he's Atlanta. a culture vulture? Right. Is, Mal- is Mallory Pugh black? Weird flex, but okay. Who? <laughs> Mallory Pugh, she's a soccer player. I thought she was black. I'm about to say you got a uh, black girlfriend. Keep going with the uh the feedback. I'm gonna Google this. Mallory Pugh, you said? Yes, yes. On, on to the show. I never thought I would say this based off based off last season, but Molly is really my favorite thing about this about this last season of Insecure. She's shown so much growth. I agree. In some areas. And unlike and unlike Devin, I love the short haircut on her. Nigga. Okay. She she even gave Issa great advice with the what if there is no wrong choice line. Man, she is the poster child for therapy. Now, mm. y'all forgot she was sitting in therapy. Um, season three, Molly would have found a way to fuck up things with Torian. Season five, Molly was mature enough to let Shorty know her mental her mental wasn't right for a date night. And look at that. Effective communication, no drama, and she got wine and wings. That's a good point. Um, that is Brandon. a good point. Because I forgot that she was in there, that she was in therapy. Even while I do not like, you know, certain aspects of her personality, even though uh, she can do whatever she wants to do because she's a grown woman and she can and she can, you know, do what she wants. Um, while I don't like that, I do admire the growth of the character that she's been since she's been in therapy, since she's progressed from Andrew. Uh, so that's a good point. Uh, he continues. I just don't get it with Nathan and Issa. They are so dry. Kevin Durant ankles dry. Jerry Seinfeld humor dry. Georgia before noon on Sundays dry. Oh my God, I remember that. Oh, damn. A thousand damn. percent. I just don't see it for them folks. I don't know if that was a casting choice or not, but Issa and Lawrence are so easy together. I don't see that with her and Nathan. I, you know what? I don't know. I don't, because... I remember, like, it didn't feel like that in season, you know, three when he first came on the scene. It seems like it kind of felt they had a little bit more chemistry in season three before he ghosted on her. No, he never did. Uh, Mina, what are your thoughts on this <laughs> trash-ass relationship? I mean, oh you agree God. with us, right, that L-Dog is in game? Oh, you're on mute. You're muted, baby girl. Dang. I think Issa's going to choose herself in the end. Like I do too. I think that she loves Lawrence and will always have Lawrence, always have love for Lawrence. And I feel like a lot of women have been there where it's just like that's forever, Bay. But she's growing and sort of doing her own thing. So it might just come down to Nathan's not it. 
Lawrence could be it, but for now, she just needs to do her. Hmm. I'm okay. I'd be okay with that as long as she don't end up with that nigga. <laughs> I don't know. It just it, it just didn't feel like it just felt like in season three when Nathan first came on the scene, they had like a little they had like a instant easy chemistry together. But it just feels forced this season. I think is I don't know if that's on purpose because again, I think that I love you was a mistake, a slip of a tongue that she talked herself into believing. And because she can't get over Lawrence. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, he, um, Brandon continues. Fuck Crenshaw. Oh, I thought his, yeah. Wow. I, I thought his anger made no sense no sense all season. Mm-hmm. Issa had his back the whole time. He went rogue. It worked. But he really put him and Issa at risk. Luckily for him, it worked. He was dead ass in the wrong. But I can't mm-hmm. wait for Jamel's impression. You heard it. Love the show. Welcome back. Thank you, Brandon. Thank, Thank you, Brandon. Um, oh, uh, Devin, uh, Mallory Pugh is half black. See, I knew. See, he loves he loves the culture. Mm. He's a terrible Ooh. baseball player. Dansby Swanson, her fiance. I hate that nigga on the, that on the white, baseball. That pit. white guy. Yeah, yeah he, I hate, yeah, he's I all hate that Instagram. nigga on They're my team. They're engaged now. Yeah, he just he won a World Series and he got him a black woman. That's a level up. But yeah. I hate that nigga on the field. Uh-huh. So I last couple I last couple of things uh, on the Q and A on a spot on a Spotify. Uh, I put a question. Um, I just said to represent your hood and where are you from? And a friend of the show, Candice, uh, replied, "ATL, ho." Excuse, oh, she said Atlanta. Me. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. I'm from Atlanta, not Hotlanta. Oh, damn. Okay, thank you. Uh, love, love Atlanta, Candace. So thank you. Appreciate your response to that. Uh, represent. And the episode poll was, are you enjoying the final season of Insecure? And we did get some votes. So we got uh, 0% of people that just wanted to be over with. We also have a, but surprisingly, we have a 0% that says no, that they're not enjoying it. But... Okay. That leaves 50% yes, but 50% may. So the so a split is people are just like okay, they just think it's okay, but yeah. you know, other fifty percent are really are really enjoying it. So, you know, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking I think what they're doing, they're they're bringing it around full circle to where they started in the beginning. The first I think the first episode of season one, they talked about there was that one line that everybody uses a meme now, growth. And I think that's what this season is about, growth. Mm-hmm. Some of that, it may not be the type of growth we want to see. Um, like, we may not, like Issa, maybe it's growing professionally, but not romantically. And I think some people kind of don't want to see that. They want to see both at the same time, or they want to see her being with Lawrence. Um, but Molly, we, we definitely see the growth in Molly. We're seeing the growth in Kelly. You know, um, we kind of got shaped. We didn't really focus on it as much, but there was a scene where Kelly says that she likes, she liked helping out Molly's yeah, parents. I think she might be venturing and, out. Yeah. She might be so, venturing out. That, yeah, they kind of like signal her wanting to like start her own firm or something. Uh, we see we're going to be seeing we saw the growth in Tiffany where she's going to be moving on to a new city. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I think I like that. That's what I like about it. Um, I think that they 
like um, removed Tiffany from the show because they don't like Amanda Seals and nobody's trying yeah. to work with her. Yeah. I mean, but it's yeah. not, but it's only got two episodes left and she's in the next episode. So, I mean, they can remove it that much. So, I mean, yeah. she's in less episodes this season. So. Definitely. She has in fewer episodes. You're right. Mm-hmm. Good. So, so people. So, if you also want to leave leave feedback for the edited out podcast, we very much appreciate it. You can do so by emailing us at etopod at gmail You can also hit up our voicemail line if you um, choose to at two zero five three zero four one six five five. You can also follow us on Twitter at edit that out one. And we do have a Facebook page. So if you just search, go to uh, Facebook and search Edit That Out, you will uh, find Edit That Out with Jamil, Devin, and Jawan, and just follow our page there and you'll be up and you can uh, keep up with our content. Thank you very much for everyone who um, sent in feedback. We very much appreciate it. Uh, please. Uh, we're still waiting for those five star reviews. I'm not trying to shame some folks, but I. Hey! Give the five star reviews. I'm ashamed, y'all. Yeah, we are. Reviews, and okay? Jamel will show you her feet. Listen, it, it, listen, for, for, listen. Give me a dollar amount, I will show feet. My feet are pretty. But anyways, uh, Mina, would you like to uh, contribute? You know, let me just um, observe a little bit more. Right, right, right. I don't, want, I don't want to. I don't want to rush you into this. You know, I'm, it's right. all about your time. Right. I'm complete. I completely understand. That's, that's Appreciate really it. Sweet. But listeners. Leave the five star reviews. Y'all doing? Right. I ain't got nothing to do. That's free. Pandemic. You home? Right. Oh, Marion is out here. Leave and his brother, though. Mm. I didn't even know Marion had a brother. Oh, brother look better than him. The brother. Marcus He's a Houston. Blessing. No, 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 no. That's no, his cousin. No. I think. Are they related? I was, I was just pulling out a nigga. Nobody's right. checking for Roger. <laughs> I I loved uh, Batman back in the day. Immature. Listen, I was obsessed with Romeo. Obsessed. Is that it? Was that the light skin one with the with the you curly hair? You know, it was light skin with the, with the uh, eye patch. With the eye patch. Yes, I was obsessed. I had his pictures all over my walls. Everything. Okay. I'm not ashamed to say it. I mean, a favorite uh, insecure member. Immature. Immature, yeah, Jesus, insecure on the brain. Immature member. I'm going to go with light skin, but I'm going to go with light skin. Okay. All right. Juwan, do you have a favorite? I don't know those niggas. No, oh my God. <laughs> don't lie. You never, you never watched Sister, Sister, nigga? Sister, I, yeah, I did. I, did. Okay. I guess. I guess. That's the only I guess, show yeah. that you've ever watched, Devin, though? Because you love- normally you wouldn't know any of these shows. That's the only reason I know that, nigga. A so, thousand oh, percent. Roger. Right. I do love the Mari twins. All right. So. Is that was that all the feedback? That was all the feedback. Thank you. Uh, so thank you for leaving that, and thank, uh, we appreciate all the feedback we get. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. So I'm gonna uh, leave it up to our guest, Mina. Do you want to tell them where that you can where you they can find you on the internet? Yes. Sure. I am on Twitter. Hold on. Let me find out what. My let, let me let, hurry up. So, <laughs> say, say That's it a shame. Say it it is X O Miss M I S S Mina M E E N A. And the same on, no, no, on Instagram, it's just Miss Mina. All right. Thank you for spelling that for Devin, by the way. X-O, what, M? M-I-S-S, you got it. M-E-E-N-A. Hooked on phonics work for me. 
<laughs> Devin, where can they find you on the internet? Hold on, I'm following. Uh, you can find me at, <laughs> at Devin Lamar. With two R's. Oh, you follow me? I am. What? <laughs> Jesus. I, I have failed you as a black man, but uh, yeah, I'll be sliding in the DMs later. And Jamil, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me uh, asking Devin to not slide in my friend's DMs. I would they can never. Also find me on tw- yes, you would. Um, <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at Jamel My Bell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. If you're looking for me to find, uh, if you're looking to find me anywhere else, don't because I'm probably busy trying to uh, brush these wine stains off my teeth. It's fine. Right. <laughs> and mother of the future. Of my godchildren? Yes. I'm glad you noticed. Yes. Mm. And you oh can find God. me on the platform. This nigga. <laughs> I can't. Your wife. <laughs> on Twitter at JTD. That is J A Y T E E D E E. You can also find me on TikTok at Chef. JTD, the letters JTD. Um, I am not. Po- I posted some new content today, but I. Um, but I'm still trying to get a new camera, testing out some cameras so I can um get back to it full time. Um, but yeah, you can follow me. You can follow me there, people. And like I said, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you all. Thank you, Mina, and for having. Thank you, Mina, for joining yes, us. Definitely. Thank you, Mina, this for joining us. This was fantastic. Thanks, guys. We definitely want to have you back. Blast. You are you are incredibly intelligent and you help even this podcast out. Do you watch do you watch Euphoria? Is that Zendaya? Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah, duh. So uh, we we will schedule you. Yeah, we'll have you back with Euphoria because we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing Euphoria. And then Uh, we're gonna do uh, Power with Tommy. So uh, yeah. Excuse you. Power's not my I'm not the demographic for that. I mean, that's Jamel's favorite show. It's Jamel's well, Jamel, favorite show. Jamel, you're contractually obligated, so we... Am I? <laughs> so, a thousand percent. She ain't signed nothing. You definitely... I ain't signed look, that one, Look, we just found out that... And nigga, that I, haven't, nigga, I haven't started season two yet. Yo, Devin loves to spoil shit. Oh, oh my shit. God. Look, that was... Oh, God, I'm sorry. Edit that out. She edit that out. There you go. No, That's why we named it. Edit that out. I'm sorry. In front of his salad. Um. Until next time. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. You should listen to a black woman about Andrew Cuomo. Stop being surprised that white men in power abuse power. Please pick new idols. The only celebrity I believe in is Angela Bassett, and you should too. Next. COVID vaccine. I haven't wanted anything inside of me this bad since I was a kid. And my aunt told me I couldn't get an Easter basket unless I accepted Christ into my heart. Not where you thought I was going with that one. Next. Pineapple on pizza. Eat a fruit salad or eat a pizza. You can't be doing everything at once. You don't see me riding a bike and playing a video game. It's dangerous. Next. Helen Hunt. Where has she been? What is she up to? She's too quiet and I don't trust it. Next. Holly Hunter. That's a different woman. No, they need to consolidate those two. Next. Pets named after another animal. It's very funny.
funny every single time. A dog named Rabbit? Oh, I'm into it. Next. Paddington 3. They better not f*** that movie up, I swear to God. Next. Birds. Shut up, I'm trying to sleep. Next. Belle Biv DeVoe. Okay, I would kill DeVoe. I would marry, oh, you just mean the group as a whole? Yeah, I like them. Sorry, DeVoe. Next. Jane Fonda. Was that bitch, is that bitch, and will always be that bitch. And that's on what? Mary Had a Little Lamb. Period. Next. Advice for the future. Never stop watching The Amber Ruffin Show. And if you're Helen Hunt, reach out to somebody. This has been Listen to a Black Woman. Hey, hey, hey. Edit that out.